So, uh, returning family members, hold wait, just hold up. We gotta get to the first time listeners first. First time listeners, we appreciate you guys coming out. Um, yeah, and returning family members. You saw me just get out of the whip. I mean, it, I mean, we here. Eel nigga alert! Eel nigga alert! Back from Seattle. I took a week off, you guys. Sometimes I have to take time off. Uh, to paint and you know get my mental health right, but y'all don't care nothing about that. Y'all like James. Where's the record at? So let's uh let's go ahead and get some let's get some music in. Art and bullshit. Got get hype. We, we back. Art and bullshit. Art and bullshit. Cold blooded punch ins. We having technical difficulties. Art and Bullshit Podcast. Art and Bullshit Podcast. <laughs> Art and Bullshit Podcast. Hey, 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 Uh, rich off pints too. Mm. Oh, 
Bitch, I know y'all been wondering about this jewelry light on my own neck like the Vegas Strip. Real roster bought me a new mansion, cost me 80 bricks. You in the streets and still ain't touched a meal. You on some lazy shit? Crack the shit, finna drink it all. Ain't no no saving shit. Mr. Fendi, yeah, with that Dior, I love that bathing shit. Hit the road, took 10,000 pills, which ain't banging Trish. Told my bitch to stuff it in her coochie, had to train a bitch. Stretch the work, do that shit like yoga. That's my trainer, bitch. Turn that chop up like a little kid. I've been spank some shit. You the opposite of number yeah. two. That means Danny like Gamez is in the building. Actually, this is gonna be a star studded episode. We stacking and keeping it packing. A, fatty, that's a my bunch of artists from the RBS kitchen show. My baby yeah, just hold it down, y'all. This is gonna be a real star studded Yeah, I never fake with stick. Put me up a three and a cream soda. This a fago twist. Niggas in the game and falling out on some flagrant shit. How you gang and go against the guys? Yeah, that's plagiarist. Papa Zanny mix it with a flat. Let a zaping shit. Hella shooters bullshit like a hookah. Let a vaping shit. Told her I can't love you like my drink, but love your nakedness. Grind it long, but this shit paying off. Yeah, that's what patience get. Catch a flex and we gon' get the step and alpha beta shit. Baby Glock, yeah, the baby, we out here. Out, like a Cuddy told me if he whacked the witness, get the case sipping on all my cats with the Americano. I see you got that brevet, keep it extra hot. All my homies with the halal macchiato, keep it popping. Homies with the dirty chais, they ain't catching up, man. I got cats texting me like, What's up with the chai latte, dirty chai stuff? Man, listen, y'all got that shot espresso, no shot of espresso, it's not dirty. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> Mad technical difficulties on this one, y'all. Let's see. Boom. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Cold blade punches. Um, you know what's funny, you guys? Is this Christmas coming up? And uh, let's go ahead and just close y'all out with a Christmas record because I'm struggling right now with this technology. Uh, struggling with technology, y'all. Merry Christmas, shouts to all my cats that celebrated Hanukkah early this year because of that Gregorian calendar and had switched it up on y'all, all my cats celebrating Kwanzaa, wherever the holidays you in man, get it off. They just saw him on the ground Chopper with the silencer That bitch don't make a sound Some niggas tried to bully me But I don't fuck around I'm Gucci man the gray digger I put him in the ground I'm East Atlanta Santa When the bell touch down All these ho ho hoes Know the players in town Wrapping up a brick Like I'm wrapping up a prison Ain't thinking about the past Cause I'm focused on the present White girl in And I call it Taylor Swift People say I'm blessed Man they say I got a gift Man, make sure, all my all my artists, yo, make sure that the thumbnails is tapped in before you get those composition studies down. Make sure those block-ins is funky. Check that whole polo, man, listen. Check them edges, soften up them edges, because you're trying to create atmosphere out of this Street, nigga, Christmas, a street, nigga.
What kind of medium y'all rockin' with? You know what type of varnishes y'all use? I'm curious, man. Get at me. I'm active in the comments, man. Ain't no ain't no rules in the streets. Yeah, we, we go under the uh, bar. Actually, I'm not saying nothing. Y'all need to cut a check before I endorse some products on this joint. Shout out to Vicky for holding us down with the uh, apple wafer cookies, man. This is the whole point. Never think a shit get sweet round Christmas. Niggas round here getting geek round Christmas. Robbers round here don't sleep round Christmas. Niggas round me damn near shoot milk. I know a nigga lost his life round Christmas. Playing round cutthroat on the dice round Christmas. You gotta keep the fire rocking ice round Christmas. These checkers round here kidnap up your wife round Christmas. Art and Bold Street Podcast. We just gonna use that as is. <laughs> Yo, my grandma bumped this shit, bro. That ass. Art and Bold Street Podcast. Episode. 109, not 109, not 109, 109, y'all. Okay, so let's get to it. Let's get back to business. We ain't come here to play. Uh, first guest up. Hold on, let's let's get a little precursor why this man is here. Okay, so originally I wanted to uh, do a Art and BS group show with a bunch of guests that I had on the show. And I believe this dude was on episode like 15, if I'm not mistaken. It's kind of that, that time is a real blur for me. You guys forgive me. Um, wanted to do a group show. So I put out the call to, you know, all the warriors. And I was like, hey, can you guys uh, submit a painting for a group show? And, uh, you know, I was working on venues and stuff and I couldn't really land the venue that I was trying to get. So I was like, forget it. We'll just host it at Broadway. So um, 15 different artists each submitted a painting to the Art MBS group show we had that last month at uh, Fresno First Thursday, whatever, what have you. And uh, I mean, man, great artwork. I was impressed by, you know, everything everybody submitted. And I wanted to get some live footage with everybody and then that way I could have caught you know all these people fresh when the show was popping but we had no HD card SD card whatever um so yeah we doing this now when people are picking up their artwork so first up you guys you heard him here before Art and BS alumni you know what I'm saying you might catch him at the academy you know what I'm saying Listen, y'all, you seen them at the Academy, the Art and BS Academy. You went, you had to pick out your courses, you know what I'm saying? Literature instructor, language of visual arts instructor, you know what I'm saying? The Art and BS Academy, you guys know this is some WWF shit. I'm just making shit up. Uh, give a warm round of applause for Danny DeMesa real quick, though. What's poppin', Danny? What's up? Hey. Thanks for coming back, man. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. So, you know, I wanted to talk to you, brother, about the the painting that you submitted to the group show that we had. It was a it was a self portrait, man. Cold blooded, man. You was ice cold. Uh, temperatures was in your veins when you crafted that joint, man. I was, you know, I your boy had to, you know, I'm gonna keep it real, you guys. I, I was asking artists like who you guys think should get the blue ribbon? Um, even though there was no blue ribbon and like no one could decide, but it was like, there was like, what we would end up doing is like narrow it down to like five. And I was just asking everybody like, Hey man, who gets the blue ribbon? Hey yo, who gets the blue ribbon? Right? So we narrowed it down to like five and a lot of time, I would say like 99.9 no, a hundred percent of the time you were in the top five of like the paintings that were like, <laughs> yo, that blue ribbon joint, because I mean, it was vibrant. Them edges was soft. I mean, you painted the, the image truthfully, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm not making anything up here. I'm not like inventing these lighting conditions. I'm like painting this thing as truthfully and as honestly as I possibly can. That's the way I felt when I saw it, you know. Um, but can you talk a little bit about about that painting? And uh, and for those who don't know, we'll post. I'm gonna post a bunch of the pictures uh, online. We got a video, but um, it's a self portrait of Danny. And can you talk about like what inspired you to make that painting and what it went into actually creating it? Yeah, well, um, before that painting, I was doing a lot of more uh, painterly efforts um, and alla prima. And so this was kind of a mix of that and uh, Dutch method process. So what I kind of did is um, I layered the the darks and uh, or kind of like a mid-tone dark um, right away. And I kind of kept it thin. And then what I tried to do is layer the color, um, it was mixed with like a Lutwit white, which is kind of like a a mix of a lead white and like some few other things. And so I kind of kept all those colors really transparent as I built up the light. So the light is built up with like a lot of layers of Lutwit mixed into these colors and kind of like um, work to the very top. At the same time, the the shadow areas stay thin. So then it kind of gives it like this kind of 3D effect. And um, I like doing the Dutch method process on certain things because um, the layers really reflect the light. When the light goes through the paint, it goes all the way to the back layer, which is um, white. And then it like it, it jumps out. And in that process, it gives it kind of a glow. So... Um, that's something that a lot of like um, painters used to resource before doing Dutch method. Um, and I try to kind of do like a mix of the two, I guess. And so that's, that's kind of how I attacked it. It was, a, it was a, one of the best times in my life that I painted that um, in grad school. And uh, it was a lot of like chaos too, but um, I think um, having the life that I've had uh, you learn to appreciate the little bits within those difficult bits. Do mm -hmm. you feel like it builds like character, like the chaos? I don't know. There's different types of chaos too. I mean, like, you know, there's some chaos that's like, I think like somewhat healthy, like if you're working in kind of an environment and it's kind of like positive, but I've like 
you know, like, I don't know. Um, sometimes it helps, but I think also to like, um, you have to kind of like, um, get used to it. Like you have to kind of like go through like some kind of like, you got to change your schedule. You got to do all kinds of st like things different. And it's difficult to do that. And, um, and I, I guess everybody works different. So I think it just depends on the person. Mm. You know, like I think sometimes I work good in that environment, multitasking. And then like sometimes I just kind of like, I need a few months to kind of just fucking plant or like cook vegan food. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I'm fucking weird. Hey, shouts to the vegans. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. So when you say plant, you mean like gardening? Yeah. Okay, okay. We I want to get to that in a second. But, yeah. uh, a little bit more about um so the you use the dutch method so now i'm curious that the the reference that you had well let's let's like let's dive a little bit more into this um did you do was that like an indirect painting or did you like just paint it directly on and sight size it from the uh from like the picture, like did you draw it first? Or did you like transfer the drawing? Did you paint on top of the panel and then paint on, or draw on the panel? You know, like what was the, or did you just start drawing with paint? Uh, funny thing about that, okay, so before that I was like doing drawing and I met up with Scott Hess for my school. And those of you that know Scott Hess, he's like one of the gods of um, oil painting. He's also like a, a member of very prestigious groups like the bastards in LA and um so he like he had this huge like oil painting set up and like the canvas he had was this like magical like forget it, it's, it's like Lucian something and it's like fucking a thousand dollars for like a square of this mm. and he had this all his like paintings up in this beautiful canvas and I was like what is this and it was like some kind of like really nicely treated like like polyester or like silk or something I don't remember and uh he's like I have a little square of this you want it and I was all fuck yeah mm -hmm. and he's like but you gotta fucking bring me back something that's gonna impress me so like mm -hmm. I took this little roll and I was like it was like a scroll of like the gods for me you know yeah and so I fucking just like try to impress him. So I just started drawing with the brush, which is something now I do regularly because like really like I'm like, like I was a drawer before I was a painter. So like I got really used to that control. Mm -hmm. But I think like when you're doing brush work and kind of standing back and the same thing with like murals, um, you learn to use like your body in the drawing and it's kind of a different animal. And like, I don't know, I just started getting more confident with the drawings. So it's just like that's that was just a straight drawing, mm -hmm. yeah. So and that's it, it's on a, that type of fabric that he gave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, so okay. it's that's it's just literally a square, and I even tried to call a company, and because I know what it is, mm -hmm. and it's fucking, it's expensive. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. One day maybe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's like <laughs> that the the you got to be able to get the roi on that joint yeah, you know it's like lucian something and it's like oh my god it's like thick and it's like just the most perfect material you can paint on ever mm. i haven't painted on anything like that since okay but it's just you know like one day i'll probably try to get like a roll of it 
So you said made Belgian linen seem like toilet paper. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I, mm-hmm. You know, it's just it was really really nice, and mm-hmm. it was just like treated, and it's done in like you know like a factory, and I'm sure like only like the best of the best artists in Los Angeles probably like resource it if they do, right. because I like I talk to a lot of pros, and they all have their own little like thing, like their own like quirks, like, and each one is different, but. This like fabric, I mean, God, it's just wow. Mm-hmm. So since that painting, have you been painting more canvas, or have you been painting rigid surfaces, or <clears throat> what have you been rocking with? Um, lately, I have been painting on wood and like treated wood, and then also like um, pa- like Piedmont plastics. Like uh, there's this company up north that basically has these like um, archival plastic sheets and because they have like this like like a gator foam between the plastic mm-hmm. or it's like an aluminum mm-hmm. they last forever once you paint them mm-hmm. so they're like they're pretty much if you take care of them they'll they'll last forever mm-hmm. and so like some things like with like painting on wood and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, those things aren't archival so like they they go, like kind of go bad after a while so um, so I got like a tip from like one of my artist friends and I've been painting on those and then walls. So the, okay. the archival plastic mm-hmm. walls and wood. Got you, okay, cool. Yeah, man, that's hard. So how'd you feel about the, uh, the reception for the, the whole group show? Cause I know you came through, what were your, what were your thoughts? Did you get a chance to, um, you know, get a chance to mingle or I know the first Thursday, everybody's kind of moving around a lot. It was cool. It was cool. It was a lot of people and uh, it was really good to see all the artists that you had here because um, they're kind of like family Mm -hmm. and, you know, like um, we'd like, you know, I've, we've been around while we've paint, like seen each other's paintings and like Raquel and stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. like she blew up out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and, and so it's really good to see um, all those people. Um, I I personally, my favorite was the Robert Amador Five Tiger one, mm. but I'm partial to tigers. So yeah, yeah. when I saw that, though, I was just like, oh, I want that tatted on me. Yeah, it was cold-blooded. So, yeah, shout yeah. out to Robert That was Amador. my personal favorite. Yeah, because that was my next question was like, <laughs> so I was I wanted you to like narrow it down to your top yeah. three or like three of them mm. that you you know, your three contenders yeah. for the blue ribbon. So like the Amador is the top spot, but who are like the two behind that guy? I don't know. I got to think about it again. I got to, it's a tough choice because there's so many good things there. Um, mm-hmm. I'm oh. really impressed by everybody's level of work, to mm-hmm. be honest. It's not just like, it's not a real easy thing to choose. Obviously, Nigel brought it as mm-hmm. he always does. Um, but uh, just the style of, of Amador's work mm-hmm. and that one, he's just like completely free. And sometimes that's difficult to do that with like the level of knowledge he has. Um, some Sometimes it's a little difficult to kind of like free yourself from that. Mm-hmm. And he seems very comfortable um, traveling within those realistic and then those stylized, like they feel like these like inner emotional like you know, etic perspectives. They're, they're beautiful, dude. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, You know, and my thing was, was I didn't even realize that it was out of a black book. It was two pages out of a black book. Um, He's a dope dude. So, yeah. Um, So, yeah. Now, I just got out of call. Um, Shouts to Deborah over in uh, Europe. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get this residency locked in for the summer. So, but uh, I'm podcasting right now, and I'm at the. You know, so we record. I'm about to get back with you, Deborah. Uh, but yeah, that would I actually. And if my stuff was, if my stuff was hooked up, right, y'all, my the port on my phone is uh, kind of messed up. So we, I would totally take that. That would be a cool call for this podcast. But it wouldn't even work. So anyway, uh, but. <laughs> We all over the map, Danny. Um, I'm juggling, you know, on a unicycle, jumping through a flaming hoop. You know what I'm saying? You know, I give it up. Uh, You're fat. Yeah, quick drops. Of fat Art me. and bullshit yeah. podcast. So, yeah. Mm. Now, it, that's one thing that I, I let's kind of go back to that. And like having so much knowledge and like being extremely versatile and like not having like not pigeonholing yourself because you know like that's the thing about um you know that amador piece that i kind of noticed was i was like okay this wasn't this is dope i didn't know what to expect from anybody you know what i'm saying and then it was just like okay wow this is the style on this the the color choices is super vibrant um do you find that it's easy for you to jump from like different styles and practices because i know sometimes you'll go like you like you say you use the dutch method sometimes you'll do like some surrealistic stuff you have your paintings always vary it seems like with technique you're jumping and experimenting from painting to painting yeah definitely doing that um that's one of the things that kind of keeps me um, motivated and working consistently i think um i have respect to any kind of a painter that does any kind of a process because each one of those things is magical to me. Mm-hmm. This is just my thing, mm-hmm. what I do. Um, I kind of like find different formulas each painting. So I try not to paint um, the same um, with each one I do. So I'm always kind of like trying to solve something different. Mm-hmm. I'm always trying to add a new element. I'm always trying to like mix up the processes Going to uh, being in grad school, I kind of learned a lot of different like things and I had to research um, a lot of like old master stuff and a lot of different techniques used. And I'm trying to kind of like uh, modernize them and kind of incorporate them, but then like change them up to like a way that kind of fits where where I'm at in my life. Mm. And so I think the styles are kind of like dictated by what I'm going through in my life emotionally. And so sometimes, um, sometimes it's just like I like I need to do something more poppy uh, to kind of like uh, get myself out of that um, bad health, like a uh, headspace. Mm. And then when I'm feeling a little bit like you know different, like it'll come out more like realistic or plein air or surrealism. So I'm kind of just like going by my emotions um, daily. Um, on the day to day and and that's the artwork that I create. I try to stay really true to that formula. Um I I like if I'm not feeling it, I'm not going to paint it. Um everything that comes from me right now is is literally um connected to like the emotions of what I'm going through. 
And so like right now, it's kind of like a, a weird time in my life with like uh, my mom having cancer. And so it's coming a lot in my artwork. Mm. And so all that is kind of like, it's, it's, it's kind of like fueling this, I don't know, this burning um, to create it. Yeah. Like a, the, the sense of urgency, the, the desire, the, uh, the thirst and the hunger, you know what I'm saying? Like that insatiable, like I need to, I need to build this. I need to get this out. You know, there's this feeling is, uh, on my heart real heavy. Let me craft something up and get it, get it out of me, you know? Cause that's, that's the one thing that, do you feel like sometimes getting like, by painting you're you can kind of like release like certain energies or like fucked up shit you got going on in you like all right let me just like put this out onto the panel or is or do you feel like it's something more um it's like instead of it being like you're a fire extinguisher of like emotion spraying on this fucking panel is it like the thing that you're creating is a product of the like emotion that's in you i think it depends on what kind of art piece I'm creating, but like, let's say my personal work, mm -hmm. um, it's definitely part of my kind of like, it's, it's um, the best way I can describe it is that I'm taking something that was negative in my life and I'm trying to kind of um, turn it into something beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so in that process, uh, in the painting, um, I kind of process a lot of those emotions and I really put that out there. And sometimes, you know, like putting yourself out there like like that and so like direct and, and obvious is um, it's really difficult. But I think like for me, I have to do that because that's just how I paint. Um, but usually through the painting, um, by the end of the painting, I feel like um, I've I've kind of like healed a little bit more from whatever I'm going through. Mm. So it's kind of like my journey in those um, life relationships and, you know, the struggles that we all have, you know, everybody has their own struggles. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I tried to kind of um, process mine in like this kind of, I guess, imaginative arena um, when I'm painting, it's kind of what I call it, it's the arena. Mm. The, the arena. Okay, okay. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Spaniard, Spaniard, Spaniard. Let's give it up. Uh, yeah, man. Slaying, slaying dragons in coliseums, you know, mm. creating uh, lush environments and habitats mm. for y'all to you know engage in because that's that's the thing about art is is it does it gives us a chance to create these um environments these arenas these atmospheric conditions to pull a person into it and hopefully if we do it right someone will connect with it um and then maybe we maybe we do it right and we connect with it you know and i think like because it I personally, my thing is like, I feel like, and do you feel like if you connect with a painting, that's, that's like the, that's the goal. And then everybody else connecting with it is arbitrary. Um, someone once told me that the more authentic and genuine that I put myself into a painting, um, even though 
within that painting um, it's like really personal mm -hmm. um it's a human condition and people will relate to it so when i'm painting and i'm freehand and i'm drawing like i'll feel it like i'll feel like you, you hear a good song you know sometimes and you feel it in like your shoulders mm -hmm. and you're just like oh this is it and sometimes you even like a tear will even come to your mm -hmm. eye that's what i feel when i'm painting and i do a piece of the mural and it's you know like nothing i've expected and it just it's there live and like i feel it like that and like that's how i know i'm doing the right thing you know that's how i know okay this was the correct step because you know that like a fucking a tear will come out or whatever i'll just feel that feeling in my shoulders and my lungs it'll feel good that like feeling is like to me one of the most purest and natural things that you can feel maybe next to just like fucking truly truly loving a person mm -hmm. so i'm truly truly loving my mural or my artwork in that process and i think i hope that like when people see that they can feel something themselves whatever that is that's personal mm -hmm. and i don't think i need to cross those boundaries but i do like it does matter for me that people can feel something mm -hmm. dig yeah. it yeah um, we got through a lot of art. Let's get to some BS, uh, new segments that came after your tenure on this show. So, um, <laughs> you have a chance to host a poker game or a dinner party with five people dead or alive. Who are these five people? Oh shit. I wasn't expecting that question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my bad. I'm one of those people that takes these like types of questions. So like like serious i'll like i'm gonna ponder this for a month after this and then just like send you my answers um yeah. but, but you know what they say you think long you think wrong so okay okay let's see uh one of those let's see um i guess <sighs> totally on the spot pregnant pause <laughs> Oh, man. But see, the thing about this question is this is a rapid fire question, so you're not supposed to really think <laughs> about it. Hell, And a, a lot of artists, they, they want to, you know, it's like there's a few different uh, easy routes that I've seen people take. But, I mean, the thing is, dang, it's, it's just cool people that you, I mean, at the end of the day, there's no right or wrong answer, you know? So, okay. I mean, I've heard every, I've heard like, it's funny because I've heard everything from like, you know, uh, shit like, you know, people say famous artists, people say like famous musicians, people say their mom or their sister or their friends. It just, it's whoever you want it to be. All right. Let's see. Um, how about, uh, yeah, five people dead or alive. Uh, Pierre Roy, the artist from New York, has has always been a good inspiration. Um, so maybe him. Let's see. I haven't seen Timber for a while. I invite him. He's cool. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I grew up with him, so it's been mm -hmm. a while since I've seen him. Yeah, shouts Timber. Um. I don't know. I think fucking um, 
I think I would um I guess uh, Tesla. Okay, that's a good one. Um, Tori Amos. Mm. Is that five? Tesla, Timber, you said Jean Pierre? <laughs> yeah. Tori Amos. So random. Random ass people. And um okay, okay, I know, I know. Um Kusama, the artist. Mm. Bang bang bang. Yeah. There you guys go. Um yeah, and you know, I have a I have a few random. different questions like that, but we're gonna stick. We're just gonna let, let that go and then y'all gonna hold that one. But yeah, it's just interesting <laughs> to hear. Uh, so random. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's it's always like that though, Danny. It's supposed to be like, and you know what I noticed about a lot of the ladies is a lot of the ladies always pick like a super handsome dude. Like they'll pick like, you know, like ladies with them, they'll pick like handsome dudes. I'm like, dang, I never thought about like using the poker game to holler. You know no, it's not, it, I wasn't something I was thinking. I just but thought I mean, of another good Tori one. Amos, though. No, but she was just, because she she influences me artistically. Okay. Same thing with like maybe Marina Abramovic. I think she would definitely be there because mm -hmm. artistically she's just like she has really inspired me. Uh, even though she does different types of work, mm -hmm. I think that like whole arena idea came from her. Mm. And so it's but I incorporated it into murals and she does it into like live art, you know. So. Mm -hmm. She's definitely been a really big inspiration for not only like, like, or I guess like, um, it, my, like my, what motivates me and my imagination and yeah, how I work. She, she definitely is a big inspiration. Mm. Yeah. That's hard. That's hard. Um, I'm trying to think. So do you have any other projects coming up? I know you, you're, you were working on that mural and you said you're doing a bunch of, uh, personal projects for Christmas, but what else, what, what irons you got in the fire that you can talk about? Um, right now I can't talk about too much right now. I'm, I'm mostly, um, teaching and mm -hmm. then I'm doing, um, murals here and there. Okay. And I'm trying to like, kind of like pick these places, um, based on, and I believe in these places that I'm painting at, for mm -hmm. instance, the mural that I'm doing right now, it's a new business and, but the the owner there and the chef at um, Pacific Fried Co. Um, they're they're just it's it's like family. There's just there's so much love there, mm -hmm. and I really believe in businesses like that. Mm -hmm. And so like right now, I kind of want to kind of scout out um, new businesses and see like how I could just like really just just go off and just make something fully of love there. That's that's kind of what I'm what I'm trying to do right now. Mm. Yeah. That's that's hard building those relationships and and through those just installing these murals through the yeah. community. Yeah, you Love go it. out and you just like talk to them. It's it's kind of like you're hunting there, and you're like you know like lately most of the murals that I've done have been like that, mm -hmm. where I just like go up and I'll talk to them, and then as soon as they see my work, they're like, all right, do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, so. Hopefully yeah. that keeps going. Exactly. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, the thing is, is 
you've established, you know, a portfolio. Once 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 you got a portfolio, it's a lot easier to yeah. talk. You know, like that's you, the whole you thing. talk less, you know. Yeah, you exactly. Know. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. You know I'm already a quiet yeah. person. So. Yeah, yeah. The worry is like I, I let the work speak for me. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, we appreciate you coming through uh for this, you know, guest based episode from the art and bs art show uh and uh i mean like you know from submitting the painting to you know coming on in the early days of the podcast danny to you know all of the stuff so yeah man um you guys shout outs you want to give before we before we wrap this segment up um shout out to all the people that have been there for me in undergrad and grad school yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. So, um, and then we'll put Danny's uh Instagram link in the description for the episode so you guys can check that out. You know, he walking around with the Michigans on, so you know it's real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we gotta, you know, hey man, yeah, it's it's, it's out here. You know, say so cats is out. We're looking looking like Wolverine on the feet. You know what I'm saying? My hat <laughs> blues and yellows, you know what I'm saying? Real joints. So yeah, we're gonna wrap this up, Danny, but I appreciate you coming through. And um, yeah, you guys hold it down and then uh we got another guest on the way. Art and Bullshit Podcast. Thanks for having me. Art and Bullshit Podcast. Cold blooded punchins. We are back. Uh what is this? Episode 109 of the Art and BS Podcast, a podcast by artists for artists and art lovers. Man, listen, oh, I feel like I feel like my my levels ain't really, you know what I'm saying, ain't hitting. Check, check. All right, whatever. So we're here. Uh, yeah. What is this? What are we doing here on this episode? Oh, we're talking about the RMBS group show, man. Listen, uh, a bunch of people, you know, I had what, like 15 artists there. So um, I got a bunch of <laughs> a few artists, guys, to come on the show. And what we're going to do, as you've seen in the previous segment, um, because there's been some time in between this first segment that you guys heard and when we're recording right now. So I'm jumping back in, like on some double Dutch. Double Dutch bus running down the street. Uh, yeah, so next up, second verse, man. We got Art and BS returning alumni. You know what I'm saying? You might have you seen them. Mm, pardon me. You might have seen them at the Art and BS Academy, you know? over in uh the abstract department you know we're gonna we're gonna get to all that in a second but uh we're gonna keep all the 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 antics and and all of that good stuff to a low-key level and just go ahead and get to this interview you guys uh returning to the podcast we got martica what's going on james how you doing man I'm I'm great, bro. I'm actually <laughs> recording this time. I know. I, didn't, oh, I yeah. didn't hit unrecord, so yeah. Yeah, that's right. I don't think the people know about that either. Huh? Yeah, the lost episode. Yeah, the lost episode. Okay, so art and BS group show, right? Um, yeah. You submitted a piece. Mm -hmm. mm. So you want to talk a little bit about that piece, man? Yeah, I think that um, that piece is pretty special to me because it was. Um, it was when I kind of broke through some type of wall as far as uh, like, I don't know. I just, um, before that it was all abstract stuff and mm -hmm. 
I never thought that I could do, um, you know, anything at this like level. And so I lost my train of thought there for a minute. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were talking about, no, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you said, what, you know, tell me a little bit about, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, no. So like I said, it's just, it, it was, a uh, something that, that came out because, um, it was, um, <laughs> holy shit, I'm sorry, dude. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, Be I because, okay, remember. so, so real quick, let me, let me, let me do my hosting thing. Um, the one thing let's, let's talk a little bit about the night and like what I got, because you know, you guys, I haven't really talked about the aspect of curating, um, this show. Right. So I think that while we well, we're going to like get in and get out because Martica what you guys don't you guys probably don't know is that this motherfucker was like really my like next door neighbor painting partner fucking like every day we just chop it up fucking kick it exchange thoughts you know what I'm saying and yeah. just uh and and not t-h-o-t-s thoughts like t-h-o-u-g-h-t-s thoughts right <laughs> so <laughs> art and bullshit podcast so uh yeah respectfully so i mean like we got a chance to really like build and um i think when i when i wanted to select all of these artists the reason i picked martica was because the i didn't know and this went for everybody but like especially for martica it's like i don't know what i'm gonna get because he has such a range and like mm -hmm. he'll do some abstract he might you know flip like you know uh do some charcoal drawings you know mm -hmm. like so he's been going through uh there's like a growth and development phase but then there's also like experimental paintings and mm -hmm. i appreciate that from artists who are able to change up like the direction that their art is pulling them in based on how they feel so like with uh like with such a variety of things that he could do for the show i didn't know like are we gonna get abstract are we gonna get like a landscape are we gonna get a portrait or like i don't know what this guy is gonna do so um you know when you showed up and you had your joint all framed you had it wired ready mm -hmm. to hang you know what i'm saying you know like, yeah. hold on man yeah, 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 yeah. Your boy Martica was ready. So, and then, yeah. but w what you submitted was a drawing. Right, yeah. And I think you said it was the only drawing uh, yes, sir. of that night, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so, what made you choose that particular piece? Uh, okay, so, all right. So, now that I, I think I got my thoughts a little more mm -hmm. um, dialed up, uh, yeah, I chose that one because it was like the breakthrough piece. Before that, you know like i said i never thought that i could do something like that mm -hmm. and so um just the fact that it was just so different from everything that i had done up until that point mm -hmm. and and i was able to execute it you know um pretty good like for uh, at least for me you know for what i thought that i could do what i could get a, get away with and um so yeah that was just that that's just been kind of a special piece and so and actually the actual drawing is of uh for the people that don't know what we're talking about is of uh picasso working on a painting and so picasso has is known for his you know childlike uh paintings and stuff but like people a lot of people don't know that he could also get down you know and um he like he knew how to draw he knew how to paint real shit but he just chose to just have fun with it towards the end of it, you know? 
And so, whereas me, I started off, um, like as an artist thinking, oh, I could just, you know, basically get away with it. I could just have fun and start off in this childlike way of painting. And, uh, but really though, I'm not like, I can't, um, I can't pull up to some shit where pe real people are like getting down their drawing. They're talking about, you know, like I, I just, I started at the end basically. And so I was just like, no, like, let me, let me just, um, uh, let me come back and let me pay some respects to the fundamentals, you know? Mm -hmm. And let me, let me see what this is all about. Cause I've never gone down that route, you mm -hmm. know? And so then, so that made me want to do something bold, something challenging, you know? And when I started uh, drawing like still lives and shit like that, like that sparked off this whole new thing. And so that's, you know, at one point I was like, I had that picture of him uh, working on that painting. So I was like, what better way to show that, you know, you can learn these these other skills you know you can't open your mind to this other way of thinking and, and painting and um or creating and so then i uh, i was like let me draw picasso making a painting you know and so the painting is very childlike but the drawing itself looks you know pretty good mm -hmm. yeah yeah and we'll post a picture of uh you know of the drawing and all the the works you guys that we're we're speaking of so you can get a chance to visualize, you know, with the audio. Um, it's interesting because I think of, um, so it's like, it's cool because paying, like, like you said, paying respects, but then also you're paying homage to, cause Picasso, you fuck with him. That's like yeah. one of your dudes. Mm -hmm. So it's doing that but also do you feel like you actually learned and like got something out of that piece because you went to pay respects to this art form and like the the aspect of analyzing things and attempting to to create with more um with more like objectivity and like deliberate sense of like what needs to be there mm -hmm. do you think that like you received um, a benefit or there was like some sort of like, uh, you know, like you got, you got something back yeah. from like making that. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely did, man. I think, um, that that's the first time ever in my life where when I was drawing something and I knew like that I learned something, I learned that you need to understand what you're drawing or what you're painting, mm -hmm. you know, the, because there was so many things going on in the drawing he's he's it's himself first of all then he's working on a painting he, there's a, like a table in front of him with tools there's like a couple wine bottles at the bottom mm -hmm. and so for me um i had to i had to learn fast like okay these are not just this isn't just something you're trying to replicate you should understand what you're doing mm -hmm. so why does that wine bottle look like that mm -hmm. why is there a little shiny spot on it like I had to really just think of everything super broken down. Right. Why is that table shaped like that? Why is his arm? He Oh, he's got a cigarette in his left hand. Mm -hmm. Throw that in there. Yeah. And, you know, so um, his shorts or he was wearing some shorts, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, how are they shaped? Why are they shaped like that? Understand the shorts. Like I had to break down everything. And I thought that there was something beautiful in that. 
like yeah. just to not just boldly paint whatever you see but to understand the shapes the objects the you know highlights why are they there you know there has to be some type of reasoning for all of this shit you know lighting and you know whatever mm-hmm. the surroundings right because it's like you at first you have to establish like this atmosphere and then you're placing objects in this atmosphere and then you have to model these objects model the form onto these objects so mm-hmm. it's like boom boom it's like you're you're stacking on top of each other if you do it like you know what i'm saying because at first it's like it it's like a you know building a house you have this foundation and then like there's the framing to the walls and then it's like okay electricity plumbing mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and then drywall on yep. top of that so then at the end of that it's like oh, okay there's actually a desk here you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like oh okay there's actually um there's bottles here but then if if I'm not questioning myself, it can look like a bottle's dipping into the floor. It can look like the bottle's dipping into, you know, the wall or the adjacent object. Um, so right. understanding like, okay, this is kind of how, um, you know, like this is ba- like some sort of perspective, like maybe one point perspective where I can like put everything in, anchor it down, and then just like, chip away at everything Mm -hmm. um i think that's that's kind of like how i look at um making images that are like environments you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying it's like i have to put put these things in and then like i'm building uh you know like different aspects of the the painting or the drawing um okay so now that drawing how long you feel like it took you from start to completion like I think it was about a week. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About a week and maybe spending uh, three hours maybe on it every day. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Dig it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hard, hard, hard. Uh, let's see. So there's one thing I was asking because um, I asked uh, Danny this and I was like, can you narrow like what were outside of yours? What were like your three favorite pieces in the show? Okay. Uh Damn, yeah. Uh, you know what, dude? Fuck, I forgot. Like, the names. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot well, of you them. You can say what it looks like, then I'll say the person's name. Okay, well, mm-hmm. what was that one, like, smaller one? And it was, like, I think a self-portrait. Danny? That was Danny's okay, with the red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah that's so I really Danny's. like that mm-hmm. one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what's it called? Uh, I like Jason Grahams, too. Mm-hmm. And... What was the third one, dude? What would be the third one? Because I think we talked about this the night of. And uh, Brian Brian kind of pulled up pretty hard, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get him to come uh, get on here. Okay. But yeah. I, think he, I think his schedule is kind of wonky and shit like that. So we'll, we'll work out. You know, it's trying to get this out on Monday. We might do like a part two okay. or something. Um. We'll see how that works out. Actually, that actually might be an easy fix for me. And that's then that true, way yeah. I don't have to work because y- y'all know Christmas is coming up. That's and, true, uh, yeah. And if I just do that, then we right. can just do a part two. And, and you could get a lot more people. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. So, yeah, because people are picking their, their artwork up. Mm-hmm. So, okay, bang. Uh, we narrowed those down. So, yeah, I mean, like. What about you? Mm, 
Let's see if it had to be three of them. Huh. Let me see. Cause yeah, they're ah, shit. It's fucked up because it when it, it's like fifteen pieces. <laughs> um Okay, let's see. I'm trying to think because they all because yeah, people do different BS. things. Yeah, no, all right, hold on, wait. Art and bullshit podcast. <laughs> Art and bullshit for y'all, podcast. Y'all said we appreciate you guys. <laughs> Episode 109 of the Art and BS podcast, the podcast by artists for artists and art lovers. We still here with Mark. <laughs> I'm trying to stall while I think of what my uh, three were. Um, so, huh, man, probably Danny, Vicken, and. Because, like, I really like that Dutch painting that he did. I like Vickens. You know, like, that bird mm-hmm. is fucking crazy. Oh, that's right. Um, and then let's see. Who's the third one? Um, you know what? I'm going to throw niggas a curveball and say Nuka. Because he's <laughs> oh, because graffiti on cardboard oh, right, frame right, right. I is remember fucking, that one, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, You yeah, saw yeah, me yeah, just yeah. get out of the whip. Yeah, exactly. You know what oh, I'm damn, You saw dude. me just get out of the whip. I mean, it. I mean, we here. <laughs> Marnica in the building. Eel nigga alert. Eel nigga alert. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, true. Yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Very classy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I thought there was like a dope approach to, you know, making just like, yo, graffiti, cardboard, fuck. And then he flipped the bevels. And then, you know, yeah, that was. So we'll post that one. Um, And there's video if you guys or interested in checking that stuff out, but we'll talk about all of that stuff later. So, um, the night was pretty crazy, right? Like, um, (laughs) shouts to Jason Graham for, uh, and I get, I think before Martica came, there was, um, cause for those who don't know, we did it at Broadway studios and like, uh, there's like a hallway area, which is like super high traffic. And, um, (laughs) I just got to keep it a thousand with y'all. One of my neighbors thought it was a great idea to uh, let her homeboys who sell tamales set up right next to the group show. And I didn't know that. Right. So I'm putting up lighting and this nigga's like buying tamales and shit. Right. So like I'm putting up I'm because I, I there's like a like I had two lights I had. Uh, cool lighting and then Nigel had some warm lighting so we put those up so I'm up on a ladder and then Jason Graham comes around the corner what the fuck is this shit like James <laughs> you want some tamales right next to your group show and I'm like uh, bro I'm up on this ladder <laughs> I can't do this right now with y'all but luckily uh, yeah we kind of got that resolved the tamale guys um, they relocated they relocated and, uh, yeah yeah they yeah. did man cause that, that <laughs> shit was wild bro and you know what shouts to like no no disses that's not I just think that it's like ironically funny that right. like that, 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 yeah, that happened a stand right? right next to this yeah. very curated very well thought out right yeah you know what I'm saying cause your boy you know and like shouts to Laura Graham she helped hang you know a lot of the artwork that day uh and it was like so we spent all this time all these artists spent their time you know they got their stuff framed properly hanging ready like man and then now you got and i'm gonna tell you something i don't know if if i was in a space to where everything i wasn't hooking up lighting and i didn't have like 80 things to worry about i probably would have bought tamale but it's just weird but then i i honestly you guys i did kind of feel weird like 
yeah, there's a tamale stand right <laughs> next to your joint. Like that was kind of, that was kind of, yeah, that was pretty funny and interesting. So, okay. Um, oh yeah. I also forgot to say, uh, you know, when I, when I did the little short introduction, cause you know, we didn't get the extended joint for Mardica, uh, Mardica, um, podcast family you've heard yeah. me give hella shout host of mars yeah. is far yeah, you know what i'm saying but we're gonna get back we're, we're we're outside of plugging yo shit let's get back to the art shit yeah um now so since then i know that you've kind of changed like you've been doing more uh you've been doing a lot of drawings and you're talking about getting back into oil painting because like you're painting mostly acrylics right now mm -hmm. um can you kind of talk about um Cause there's a, there's a lot of fucking different directions we can go, but we're going to keep this kind of specific to, you know, to, to the shit. Cause there's a lot of, you know, we're not going to be out here talking, talking trash about local fried chicken or anything okay, like that yeah. on this episode or you know. the deleted episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. See that's you know okay this is the list we got we got to relax and we got to talk about uh, more productive art stuff so okay <laughs> now um outside of that what what's been inspiring you lately what type of subject matter have you been into mainly like uh, a lot of like like photographers and shit that I've just ran across on mm -hmm. Twitter and just some of the kind of darker uh, street photography that they've been taking mm -hmm. that's um. The most recent shit that I could like think of, mm. and uh, just these really cool shots, you know, where there's just a lot of, a lot of shadows and stuff in it, you know. Mm -hmm. But then there's like a tiny bit of light, you know, um, or something, you know. I don't know. That's just the latest thing that I could think of. But mm -hmm. um, apart from that, I just uh, I try to just always kind of stay inspired, you know, by either watching some dope ass movie or or reading something that's just, or pictures, just different things like that. You know, I always like uh, try to keep that shit just alive, mm -hmm. and um, so that I don't really, I don't really have down days where I don't create something. You know, it's like every day I try to do at least a drawing or something. You know, yeah, just keep keep that shit alive. Cause aren't you working on a book? Yeah, yeah. Is that something you want to talk about on here? Is that in the in the uh, tuck? Is it yeah, like how dude, much yeah. clearance do you have to talk about that? Yeah, I'll talk about it just okay. because it's something super simple. Um, so I like I've always throughout my whole life I've bought a bunch of sketchbooks and stuff, mm -hmm. and something that I'm like notoriously kind of known for is well not known for but like something that I always do is mm -hmm. um, all. I'll draw something cool on one page and then the next mm -hmm. one I'll draw something and then I don't like it. I'll go to the next one. Mm -hmm. I'll tear shit out. Mm -hmm. I'll fucking, I'll get mad at it. I'll abandon the book. Uh -huh. And that almost happens every time. Mm. So then this time I bought this little small sketchbook and I said, you know what, what if I try to challenge myself to not waste any page? Ooh, you know, do something, you know, even if it's whatever, even if you don't like it, just keep it you know okay okay so then i was like well maybe well then maybe at the end of that i should i should share it with someone you know mm -hmm. i should share that shit with with everyone so then Facts. i'll just scan every page and then turn it into an actual little book uh -huh. you know so but 
I want to go back once I'm finished with every page. Um, I'm almost halfway through. Uh, once I'm finished with every page, I, I want to go back and write something in, in each page. You know, something, mm -hmm. whatever. Whatever I was feeling about that. Yeah. Uh, drawing. Commentary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so then that'll make it a little more enticing. You're not just looking at an image. You're getting a little peek into my thoughts about that. Yeah. And then scan it, make it look even, even if it looks a little rough, whatever mm -hmm. the fuck, you know, as long as the main idea is there, mm -hmm. um, turn it into a little hardcover book and, and sell it. Yeah. 300 DPI will be fine. It'll have it yeah. looking straight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It'd be good. Yeah. So that's basically it. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. That's hard. I'm excited yeah. to, uh, to see how you going to rock that. Yeah. So is there a working title? Do you have anything in mind? Are you oh, yeah. In the um, yeah. I was thinking, uh, 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 calling it no wasted pages. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news on art and BS. Yeah. Put your quarters up. No Wasted Pages by Martica about to drop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Springtime, get ready, baby. Holy you know shit. what I'm saying? You might have to put up a little, a little side, get you a little nest egg so you can, you know, have that joint next to your copy of How We Got Here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If you really how y'all giving it up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And that and that's all I gotta say about that. Right. Okay. Hard, hard, hard. So um <laughs> now you said fucking uh you've been like watching movies, reading books. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, have you watched Arcane, that League of Legends joint? Uh no, but I saw you you said that like the art on it was, was pretty tight and crazy. So like yeah, just on an art on level, watch, watch that. Yeah? Okay, watch yeah. that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was like, I've never fucked on. with uh League of Legends. Me but neither. I don't know them niggas. But you know I was like, if if James references it, yeah. it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like Gordon Ramsay yeah, telling me no. to eat something, you know? Yeah, no, that shit, yeah. like on an art level, and then the story is the story is fire, right? Is the story okay. is cool. Right. Like, it's not like one of them corny kind of like, oh, yeah, they just like, you know, this is the same. And there's, you know, so, there's certain like things that are, you know, like kind of, staple whatever whatever's but if it's hard <laughs> yeah. uh the story there's some is hard. type of little love story in there yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no the story is hard okay. and then uh the artwork is just phenomenal bro okay. like that's, that's what i'm pulling up for yeah personally yeah, yeah, you know yeah. i'm pulling yeah, up for no that. like i was sending it out to just art and bs alumni and they coming back like yo this art this art like everybody like is oh, like yo shit. man this shit's crazy okay yeah. i'm like yeah nigga yeah you have like, to respect great animation like yeah that, and yeah. that and that's the thing is is we appreciate it, you know, mm -hmm. because we do it. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. And I think like, and not to say that people who aren't artists don't appreciate art, but it's just like if you cook and then you go to one of your homies' houses and then like, or his homes, her home, their home, whatever box y'all niggas is checking. <laughs> yeah, no, for real, because we got, I checked the algorithms and uh, the, our Spotify um, right, listeners, you, you yeah, know, yeah, we you. got men who listen, we got women who listen, we got people who are non-binary who listen. Shouts to all y'all niggas, you know, yeah. we, you know how we give it up. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all love, but I think that, uh, yeah, man, yeah, that shit, that that art, man, is just like it, it's like if you go and you you appreciate the cooking you know it's just like musicians when they listen to musicians they listen to musicians totally differently right. and it's like no this guy what he's doing on the drums is different yeah. you know and i'm like yeah. 
okay you know what i'm saying or like this dude on the base yeah. that's different and to know? the layman they don't yeah you know it doesn't mean anything yeah because i'm like okay yeah that's yeah. jamming but i don't get why it's and he's like nah dude he's doing this and i'm like uh -huh. oh word like okay uh -huh. yeah. Yeah, that's hard yeah, yeah um but yeah it's just it's definitely a great style of art and i appreciate you know all the effort that goes into it and you know when you got that when you got cold-blooded art teams and you got big bank behind you because like right. your ip is the biggest video game in the world mm -hmm. i mean you it, it making trash it's it, i'm gonna say it's not because uh, you can always come whack you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like you right. can always come whack but with resources it's a lot easier to like get to the top of the fucking meter you right, know what i'm saying yeah. like i'm not worried about these resources everything is unlimited so bong bong uh but yeah check that out guys um and uh like the people that do claymation and shit they go hard you know wallace and gromit was popping right yeah all of that yeah dude mm -hmm. like it's it's nuts the progress and shit that they yeah, you know man. like yeah. the Wes Anderson the Isle of Dogs you ever see that? Mm -mm. Yeah, that shit is it's hard, dude. Okay, yeah. I'll check that one out. Yeah, he did that one. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm. Mm -hmm. Hard, fantastic Mr. Fox. That sounds right up my alley. I'm about to check that out. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. So yeah, um, and you, I think like so the the thing about art is a lot of times we get so consumed because there's a lot of stuff flying at us. There's the aspect of making our own things. There's the aspect of like taking in inspiration around us. How do you um, keep, keep a steady, keep a steady like mindset as far as like not getting overtaken? Because there's a lot of times like with social media, with like the internet, a flood of information and art how do you maintain staying true to what you're trying to do without you know jumping on the latest this is what everybody's doing in art let me go ahead and go in this direction right wow dude yeah that's man um yeah that's something that i think about all the time you know mm -hmm. and um and yeah like you know like when i saw i'll i'll come back to that but like when i saw um the people that make those rugs that are like hella cool, they're like different. It'll be like a rug of like Goku's face mm -hmm. or, you know, like fucking Mr. Gumby smoking a J. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like it'll be different things. And I was like, I saw that and I was like, oh, that'd be cool to get into, you know? Um, but then uh, you see everywhere, you know, like you said, kind of trendy art um, shit that like, you know, is in, you know? Um, and obviously it, it sells, it goes quick. Uh, <coughs> but yeah, I think. Um, <coughs> Uh, part of it is, is just uh, seeing it and appreciating it for being. <laughs> we pin got me fucked up. Yeah, man, we all messed up. Uh, yeah, I think I think I just uh, it's it's about like scrolling past it. Well, not past it, seeing it. You know, if it's cool, mm -hmm. appreciating it, um, but uh, realizing that you know there's there's something else for me you know there's there's some there's another point i'm trying to make or there's mm -hmm. another uh thought process going on in my head that it's already just kind of stationary it's you know it's there uh that shit's platformed in it's not moving and it's just um it's just gonna keep going you know mm -hmm. like um so whatever it is it's coming slow you know like it like i, I still in a way feel like i haven't found my true style you know I don't know what that is. I don't know what the fuck I'm 
you know, the, what the message is, what I'm trying to portray. Mm-hmm. But I just know that I'm, I'm headed towards it. You know, I'm headed towards finding out that answer. You know what's crazy though, yeah. Mardika, yeah. is like the aspect of like finding your style really is some bullshit. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, how I'm gonna tell you yeah okay. like because I used to always think like that yeah. and now like I'll talk to artists and they'll be like well James this is like that you, your style or whatever and I'm like I'm, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, right? Yeah. Like, and, and then like at some point, what I realized was, okay, you can't say you don't know what the fuck you're doing because you've painted so, like right. you painted enough to like, not in a big headed way, but it's like, nigga, you tie, if you tie your shoes for a year, you can't say you'll not tie your shoes no more. You know what I'm right, saying? Like if right. you're playing basketball and like you're shooting free throws, you're, you can't say, I yeah. don't know what, you if know what I'm saying? If you made so, a turkey every day for a whole year. Right. At the end of the day, you right. can't, so, you and, can't cook and a turkey. Even though it's hard to cook a turkey and make it like, depending on how you do it, like a lot, it's real easy to make them joints dry, right? <laughs> but it's, I think with us, we're every time we're starting from scratch, yeah. right? It's like, there's nothing like that last thing you did, that shit don't even, it counts, but it don't count, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have, it's like you have this added thing in your utility belt that's kind of intangible, right. right? So it's like having like a one hit wonder. And then just like dropping another one every now and then. But like, you know, it, like, well, but they don't the all feel is, special, really. Well, but I think it's the the aspect of style, though, right? right. So like in, in that, like it's if you have an approach, no matter what, unless you're like going for a completely different painting method, then your approach is probably going to be like in the same ballpark kind of you know what i'm saying like unless you're like okay i'm painting abstract i'm painting you know like okay for myself i can i'll use myself for example if i paint a pet portrait or i paint a still life or i paint a cityscape like they're all kind of the same approach Mm -hmm. that i'm taking even if the even if sometimes I'm doing an underpainting, like I'll do a grisaille and then like, or if I'm just painting a la prima or if I'm like transferring the drawing, it's all, there's, there's similarities Mm. in that. And like the brushes that I choose, or Mm. like, even if I'm trying to choose different brushes, like now I'm using rounds a little bit more and I'm like, okay, I always thought that they were weird, but now I I understand the benefit in rounds. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like, okay, because like that cat, that fucking new cat I painted with the tiles in the back, that was all rounds. You oh, know what okay. I'm saying? It's like, okay, like, and honestly, low key, I painted that thing with two brushes. Okay, that okay. like that painting with just with two brushes, two rosemary brushes. Like, all right, this this brush does enough yeah. to get me through like what I need to do. That's so, hard. Yeah. Um, but it's, I think that like, there's no, like, there is no getting away from the way I'm making these paintings. So in like walking this road from like start to finish, even in experimenting, some of the decisions just by default are going to be in this, like uh, in this path. So that's what creates like a style in Mm -hmm. James's paintings looking the way they do. And Mm -hmm. even as you evolve and you're taking like these new pieces with you and your paintings are getting better or like you're creating a more under or you're becoming more familiar with certain principles of drawing and painting because, you know, there's like 
uh, atmosphere, there's like objects, there's materiality, there's like, you know, um, like in drawing, like there's depth perception and things like that. So uh, as you become more familiar with them, then it's like it gets more polished, but it's like that goes with you in all of the paintings as long as you stay at that level of commitment to the painting and like the pursuit of what you want to do. So I guess what I'm trying to say in short form is, is no matter what, like the shit that's in your toolkit is going to make that painting. And if you do like a series of paintings, unless you're trying to really go in a different direction, there's no way mm -hmm. that you can, you know what I'm saying? It's just like your style is, it is your style. It's just you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like that thing, it's it's become this word that people seek and it's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Wow, because it's yeah. just like how you dress. Like, yeah. oh, I haven't found, no nigga, that is your style. Like maybe <laughs> one day I'm wearing a trench coat, one day I'm wearing a hoodie. Like yeah. that's my style. You know what I'm saying? Like versatility yeah. Yeah. is, you know what I'm saying? Like, or trying to figure some shit out. So I think that's for artists. Like one thing that we have to understand is and be okay with is right. like, yeah, like, you know, painting something with no style at all, which means like just what I see mm -hmm. is that line straight. Is it crooked? How crooked is that line? Right. right like yeah, yeah. and being honest with yourself, like if that shit is like, you know, a two o'clock line, if it's like a, a hand on the clock and it's at two o'clock and you're painting it at like three, mm -hmm. you're not being honest. Like, so it's like, no, let me move that bitch to where it should right, be. Yeah. And then like move to the next line. And as long as I'm being honest, like that's no style, right? Like that's just me painting what I see, drawing what I see accurately. And then through mm -hmm. that comes, uh, understanding, all right, I can fucking, you know, draw this sphere. And then, when I paint something, then I might paint it more warm or more cool, depending right. on the choice, you know? Right. Um, it's like when we painted the headphones together. Yeah, yeah, the headphones, that's right. Yeah. I know, man. And it's like, um, and and I, and I do it, like, I, I agree with what, what you said and everything. And um, I also think that that it's like you um, you have the, like, at the end of the day, though, we're trapped in these not really not really trapped but like we we do these things um and then we don't really go outside of them um like as far as like your stuff you know mm -hmm. I, like it's like there's like portraits or landscapes or mm -hmm. whatever you know but like i don't know if you're ever gonna paint an alien right and you know what? with a cow or something you know like, and that's what i've been thinking and you know what's funny i yeah. actually I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I said in a conversation like yesterday or two days ago, I was like, I'm going to make some paintings like in the, in the like mind frame of 10 year old James, oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like yeah, yeah. on some, just like, yeah. what, like 10 year old, you know yeah. how kids are, they just do what the fuck ever. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it's like not going to be. Like the Ninja Turtles were real. Like, right, you know, right, right. Shit like that, you know? And it's not like 10 year old, like in the, in the skill set, it's in the mindset, you know? Mm -hmm. And that, because things don't always have to be, you know, uh, Right. I mean, like as long, I feel like as long, it's, it's the toolkit, you know, yeah. and if you can fucking paint a building or you can paint a face or, you know, uh, 
a backpack or whatever it is you can throw these things or pets or animals you can throw these yeah. things in and yeah. um that was you know i mean like it's a build-up though for me i think mm -hmm. And I'm less, I take less risk than a lot of you guys. Yeah. I see a lot of you guys take way more risks in your art than I do. And mm -hmm. that's one thing that I, I'm still trying to work on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's like, I'm just like, all right, let me learn this shit. But then what I'm realizing now is no, okay, James, you've, you can actually like paint an alien right. with a cow. And right, the right. Like, what was that? Yeah. Like, cause it's, what's that gonna look and like? And whereas I'm like, yeah, like I, like I still do that's where it's weird for me because it's like the whole abstract thing comes in where it's like, okay, do I, you know, do I want to spend like a long time making something really good, you know, mm -hmm. or do I want to do something in a short time and just make it okay. And usually I go for that second thing, you know, just because it's like my, I, I don't know if it's a patience level or something, you know, and, um, but the more I realize that, that, that first option is kind of the way to go, you know, like just really studying everything and, and like just executing it properly, you know, um, to where you can really sell that image that's in your head, you know, uh, because I could only get away with so much when I do the whole, like the more abstract approach, mm -hmm. whereas I do with the more, you know, realistic, um, drawings and stuff. but you started melding the two though yeah i did start mixing the two a bit yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of ultimately i think what i'm trying to do is just you know right and it just it, i think about when you said that when you gave those two options so i thought of like even though you're choosing the second option do you feel like in doing that you're kind of able to say more because you're like you're cranking out like okay i'm right. going to do a still life today or i'm going to do this say but then i'm going to do an abstract so like mm -hmm. in the totality of your art career right, like maybe yeah. you're able to say more like in the oh, timeline damn. oh shit because it's just kind of quick yeah like real real big thoughts that are going on in my head and shit yeah just kind of expressed yeah that's true yeah i didn't think of that like that that's kind of what that little sketchbook is, the whole book thing, you know? It's like, it's quick, just uh, shit that's like an hour, you know, whatever. Um, but um, but yeah, you're right, man, yeah. Because it's a lot, you know? It's, mm -hmm. it's putting out a lot of stuff. It's like, do you want to... Because here's... It's kind of like, do you want to, like, do just hey, you know, come over for dinner or do you want to do a long fucking big ass email that's like eight paragraphs and an yeah. open and a close and all that. And that's like yeah. what those long involved paintings are. You yeah, know what I'm saying? What they it's are, like, yeah. they're yeah. like this long ass essay report yeah. and you're just like, okay, this is tight. Yeah. But like, God, like sometimes I just want to get off real quick yeah. and say what I want to say. Hey man, slide through. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let's smoke this blunt. Like, yeah, because I have it. like, I have like four or five paintings that are, I haven't finished, you know, mm -hmm. for like, because uh, those are the long ones, you know, mm -hmm. those are those visionary ones. Yeah, you was on Pet Portraits real tough. Yeah. Like you were cooking in Broadway studios and you was the first person I seen in Broadway with like eight pet portraits. Like just, yo, James, I, I can't even do nothing, dude. I just got hella fucking. And I was just like, damn, dude, you're just cooking on these pet portraits. Like yeah. you had like a, a huge workload of them. Yeah, I did. man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. At one point I thought I was just going to do that for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I started to get depressed, you know. Mm -hmm. nah. uh, but but yeah no there was a lot of them you know and 
uh, it really got it got me to appreciate. Uh, Damn, that coffee went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> it got me to appreciate just the anatomy of of pets and shit, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to see the you know how they work. And that's why earlier when Rennie came in, shout out to Rennie, you know, and mm-hmm. shout out to Vic. And uh, when Rennie came in, I was just observing him, and I was like, man, like the Doberman is a beautiful, beautiful dog. Mm-hmm. You know, just the way they're shaped and. They're so like muscular looking, you know, like I was just like, man, that's mm-hmm. the yeah. shiny coat, you know, right. Right. And, uh, th- it's interesting because you did all your pet portraits and then like, I was like, man, let me paint Weldon. Like, mm-hmm. cause Martica has a dog named Weldon. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, uh, that's right. I think you were like, you were kind of closing out and I think you were doing landscapes at that point when I painted Weldon. I think okay. you, at that point you were doing like some, you had like a few different landscape commissions yeah, yeah. that you had going on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. And then I, I got caught up into that, but there was that one time like, and you know, we need to go back out plain air painting because there was right. that one time we went to plain air painting. something, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that little like, mountain. Uh, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was a pretty good painting, man. Yeah, um, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, but you've gone plain air painting since then, correct? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I just did. I think one like at just at Woodward Park, mm-hmm. and then where else? I think that's about it, dude. Oh, at uh, Sequoia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went and painted the that big tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, which there's a crazy story to that. One. Talk about it. <laughs> Art and bullshit podcast uh, that shit, exclusives. That shit no longer exists, mm. and not by my, not by my own willing or anything. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if that made sense, but um, yeah, I went up there and uh, and and painted that, and it was a bright sunny day. I loved it. You know, uh, we came down. It was in the in the fucking trunk or whatever. You know, because mm-hmm. I didn't want the oil to be smelling up in the car. You know. And, um, yeah, anyways, we, if I, like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying some super slow version of it. Uh, one, of, one day my roommate at the time got, uh, really drunk and got, got mad at me. And, uh, he said I left him at the bar to get jobs. He was, he was fucked up, you know? And, um, so I ended up leaving. I was in, at that point I was, I had just broken my knee. So I, I was in no state to fight, you know? He said he was going to get home, fuck me up, whatever, you know? Anyways, I go, I'm not going to stay here. So I leave. Dude goes into my room, fucks up a couple of my paintings, punches that one. No. It crumbles it. And um, so, yeah, man. Man. So it does <laughs> It sees to live. Man. He said, talk radio, man. The You know, pineapple express. Mm-hmm. Uh no, but yeah, dude. So I'm just in dismay because your paintings got fucked up. You know, like every yeah. time I hear an artist and stories of artwork being, you know, harmed, I'm just like, fuck, dude, because we put a lot into that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah man. Damn. That's some cornball. Cornball antics. Yeah, I know. But I, I hadn't pay I hadn't pay me, you know, like double the price and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cash me out on that. I need cash me up, homie. Yeah, because it was like a fucked up mistake, but hey, it's gonna be you're gonna pay the sober price. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, yeah. The next day I'm gonna hit you up with you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 and that was cool. Like, and that's a very manly way to handle it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a very manly way to handle that. Like, yo, just pay me, bro, and just you know what I'm saying. That way, we don't gotta. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fucking crazy though. Yeah, so <laughs> yes. that's a plain air. Hey, but that's you know what's crazy though is you can actually say you sold a destroyed painting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, this motherfucker destroyed my shit. I pay for it. Hey, you break, you buy, motherfucker. You break, you buy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And what's funny is that he owns like seven seven pieces of mine, probably. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Damn. It'd be the one, the ones that's the close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have a snake uh, sound effect or anything? I don't, <laughs> man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, I need All that right. one. Uh, yeah, I got step my step my drops. But it's funny because I have like a few of them. I'm like, I don't even remember what this one does. Makes the steal. Pulls up for a triple. Booyah. Okay, boom. All right. So, uh, yeah, man, close now because we've been we've been at this for a minute, you know. And uh, I'm just curious, like, A, because we didn't really talk. Like, we were going to go back into the aspect of a group show because before then, had you been in a group show before? Uh, yeah, one time in Hanford. Okay. Yeah, at the King's Art Center. Oh, shit. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was orchestrated by uh, Cynthia, Cynthia Velasquez. Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, she invited me and it, it was pretty cool. I had like three pieces there. Nice. Yeah. There were big, big dudes, like two mm -hmm. by fours, I think. Okay. How many artists were in it? Uh, probably like 10. Okay. Yeah. 10, okay. Or 12 or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. See, and that's the thing, um, you know, I was thinking about doing this you know, and in some other locations and then mm -hmm. that way we can have, uh, you know, some different markets open up for the artists and stuff like that. Right. So I've definitely, um, I'm scouting uh, mm -hmm. potential. If you guys are listening and you, and you guys are interested in, uh, you know, hosting the uh, art and BS. Oh, maybe bitwise. Maybe bitwise. I had a group show there once. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if, you know, maybe. Possibly. Um, you know, like, well, like, I, I'm open to that. Uh, <laughs> it would just have to all things have to make sense for the artists. You right, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the whole thing. I want to make it to where the artists benefit. And that is important for me. I don't want these, you guys, because you're one of the, you know what I'm saying? One of the, the, the cats in the tribe to feel like, Oh, I'm a side dish to whatever is like going on. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm -hmm. no, like the main events coming out. You know what I'm saying? Here yeah. we go. Y'all we about to rock this. Um, and not just, this art is decor while people like, you know, network and make their, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I, 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 it's like, nah, man, we here because this is this whole thing. It's a movement. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So I mean, like possibly if they're, if they're talking the right talk, if they have the right space, I would, I would be open to it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm thinking like, you know, more up North kind of, you know, oh, yeah. in, like North Fresno or possibly like, you know, really getting at taking this show on the road to, you know, LA or San Francisco one yeah, of those, okay. uh, markets. Cause you know, and then Seattle, yeah, we need to, we're going to tap into y'all. That's probably the, um, yeah, we're going, we're going to tap into that. But, uh, yeah, man, I think that it's just important for us to keep these type of things going, the, these group shows, because yeah. it just adds exposure to 
um, you know, to all that. So how did that, well, you basically went out to Hanford, you submitted the artwork, they hung it up, and then bong, bong, bong? Uh, yeah, I, and then it stayed there, I think, for a month. Okay. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, I mean, it was my first time there. That's. It seems like there's, it's just a bunch of houses and stuff. Like, I don't know, it's, it's mm -hmm. a pretty small place, right, mm -hmm. Hanford? Um, but that was a nice little um, uh, display area, and at the time, I had only been doing this for like a year you know mm, um green around the gills yeah so i was just like you know i, I was like this seems like something cool you know so mm -hmm. i decided to do it and um and it, it ended up being a pretty good experience you know i met a few few good friends from there mm. and um and then it yeah it was a good time you know it, it felt real you know they took pictures and shit you're fucking jumping up and down Mm -hmm. You know, That's tight. <laughs> shaking hands and yeah, shit. Yeah, we should have got more pictures. We didn't get no pictures, huh? No, I don't think when, so. When like the artists and yeah, shit like that. I took yeah. a video of it. Yeah, niggas is trash. I'm trash. I was just, <laughs> yeah, it was. And it was, but the thing is, you guys, everybody was moving around. Yeah, different times. In and out. Too. Yeah, different times and right. stuff like that. So, you know, uh, yeah, man. So some niggas was having anxiety attacks, staying in the house. You don't know what was going <laughs> on with folks. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, now, don't you have a, a show coming up um, in Fresno, like, uh, at the EOC? Does no, you dude, you know what? I, I actually uh, canceled it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was just like, uh, I think it's going to be too cold in January, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I'm out here, like, wearing hoodies and shit right now, and so I don't want to be posted up outside, you know, with, uh, with, the, with the art, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause I was only planning on taking a couple pieces, but I was like, you know, um, I really enjoy just coming to, I was like, lately I've been just enjoying coming to Broadway, just mm -hmm. walking around, you know, mm -hmm. drinking a couple beers. Last time I brought a bottle of wine, you know, so it's Kung like, Fu girl, the Kung Fu girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I was like, I think I really find that, you know, that, and that's what I liked about being here was, um, that I could just open my door. And then, you know, people fucking walk in, walk out. And then whenever you don't feel like it, you close the door, you lock it. And then you walk around. You have mm -hmm. a good time. That's yeah. the perfect recipe, you know? Yeah. So um, so now the best way to experience that is just to fucking come here, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, fuck it, you know? I mean, uh, and I know that I could always kind of show here maybe a couple pieces in the hallway mm -hmm. and shit. Um, and, um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of having fun right now just coming, you know? coming yeah. through to the shows and shit yeah, yeah, um yeah. so yeah so maybe i might do that around maybe in april you know mm -hmm. april may yeah well I definitely you know like i want to uh organize another another show with everybody so yeah. right now i'm just working on venue oh, and then right. that way i can unleash the the date on the hitters and stuff but yeah. see the thing is is it's you know things are moving and, and it's it has to be in a reasonable time like you know it's crazy because like schedules i'm starting i'm starting to like you know different opportunities are popping up so it's like okay you have to block this time off and if you're doing this thing then you know realistically a group show and all of that stuff has to be like in within this time frame mm -hmm. so um yeah i mean like but springtime it's definitely a possibility we're uh yeah i'm working some stuff out you know we're fucking setting traps and seeing if we can uh shake some trees to get a solid venue for mm -hmm. these uh for these great artists man yeah so 
outside of that, Martica, I think we're about to wrap it and cap yeah. it. You know, um, yeah, man. So is um, there anything that we didn't get to, I think, about the show? Or I'm trying to think, like, is there anything I want to ask you? Uh, mm, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Mm. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> well, one thing, I think this was, this came around after you, because um, you were on, what, like, episode 40 or some shit? Like, 42? I think, like, 50. 51 50? or something like that, maybe? 51? Okay. 52? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Early days. So, yeah. you have a chance to host a poker game for the five <laughs> people dead or alive. Who are these five people? <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know how to play poker. Or a dinner party. Okay, a dinner party. Or a smoke session, whatever you want. You okay. know what I'm saying? A chess, maybe a chess club. Mm-hmm. Um, probably Tom York from Radiohead. Okay. Uh, Seth MacFarlane. Uh, family Guy, you know. Yeah. Um, and then who else, man? Um, it's funny how those three first popped up. Well, you just said Tom York two. and Seth yeah, MacFarlane. Right, yeah, those two. I try to say three. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, who else, man? That's a good question, dude. And I mean, I've listened to every episode, you know, and and you throw it around every now and then, you know. Well, it came after you. Like, I think that question came in like the sixties or the seventies or something. Did it? Okay. Yeah. All so right. that's why I always try to ask to see when people came the first time. I'm like, oh, that was after y'all came. So let me right. hit you because you never answered. Right. Right. Um, I'll throw Wes Anderson in there. Okay. He's a director. Okay. And uh, probably Beethoven. So that's four, right? Oh. And uh, I think just Gandhi. Just throw Gandhi there. Okay, the okay. That's hard. There we go. Yeah. You guys see Bardic. Quick draw McGraw. Quick draw McGardica or something. <laughs> we going to get that. Yeah. Uh, I tried to flip it. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Solid. That was a solid lineup. Yeah, 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 man. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we appreciate you coming through. And um, I think that's... Yeah, man. I'm not going to wrap it up because we got another guest coming up and we're going to stack these. Like I said, hopefully we'll get, you know, another episode so you guys can get some Christmas post Christmas stuff in. And um, yeah, man, we're going to stretch all these out as much as we can. Um, Shouts to all the pet lovers out there. You know what I'm saying? You got dogs, you got cats, hold it down. Smoke it if you got it. Sip it if you got it. Pull your socks up. You know what I'm saying? Check the composition in your (laughs) mock-up. Oh, man. All right, Monica, we have to cap this one. All right, man. Art and Bullshit Podcast. Art and Bullshit Podcast. Art and Bullshit Podcast. More punch-ins, one time for your mind. You are back with us, episode 109 of the Art MBS Podcast, the podcast by artists for artists and art lovers. We are continuing with our run of artists from the Art MBS group show. Next up, we have a man, you know, you might have heard him. You know, we started off in the local compartment, episode three in the art department with James Martin we was getting busy um yeah and i'm excited to talk to this man he's been on the show a few times before we're back to talk about 
his painting that he submitted to the art MBS art show group show and the things you know he has going on um you know we, we're gonna kind of get to it so you guys give a warm round of applause for james martin yeah how you doing james nice man uh, just real quick, starting out, man, I just wanted to uh, do a land acknowledgement to the uh, Yokuts people whose ancestors were the uh, caretaker of the land that we're on. So, mm, Definitely. Yeah, we, uh, I appreciate that. Well, I mean, I can, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, for real. You know, shout outs to the, to the indigenous people, shout outs to all of the, um, the tribes, man, across, across the country. Who uh, who held it down, you know, and they they really it's crazy because they were stewards of the land, and yeah, we could we could get into all of that. We should we gotta set that up. That's a whole other episode. We should actually yeah, we do, do a, a bonus podcast, segment, yeah. <laughs> do a bonus segment on that. So that might be yeah. like we'll see how that goes. But yeah, no, for real. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about your painting that you submitted? for the uh, art MBS group show because it was a portrait. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, when you when you reached out, it had just um, came like right as I was finishing a painting and I was trying to decide what I was going to paint next. Um, and then I wanted to uh, paint something that could kind of stand on its own, but it also had like a lot of like a personal meaning for myself. Uh, it was kind of coinciding with uh, my dad's uh, birthday. Um, my dad's uh, he passed in 2011, so I always try to do something to honor him every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I decided to do, uh, to do a painting of him. So I did a portrait of him, um, and I came. I was trying to find a good picture that I hadn't done before, and I came across one when he was about 16, 17 years old. And uh, you know, he's standing there with his brothers, and he has a black eye. And uh, I just decided I wanted to paint that one. Um, and then also just so it could stand on its own so that the imagery um you know he's he's standing there this young kid you know brown skin you know nice big black eye mm-hmm. um but the way i painted it i wanted it to feel positive but but you could see the struggle mm-hmm. so that's why the other colors i used everything is bright you know i made it everything bright but then then you've got you know a black eye and a uh, you know like a busted lip in it as well you know because for him going back to him like his struggles you know being um you know brown kid in a white school you know the the struggles that still happen today you know and then for for him it was everybody always would you know call him all the stereotypical racist uh mexican names which is not even you know how he identified but and then back then they didn't really use that kind of terminology anyway you know but he was always kind of like that um didn't really fit in in certain areas you know didn't speak spanish so wouldn't be with all the mexican kids you know but was dark skinned wouldn't be with the white kids but you know but it that was just his struggle growing up and then that was the same type of struggle that i had being of uh you know mixed uh mixed heritage mixed uh racially mm-hmm. so so when i was in high, you know in high school myself you know, I always identified with those same things, you know, just struggling to to fit in. You know, you're always looking for your kind, your people, right? Mm-hmm. But um, there's not a lot of other people who I, who kind of had the same background that uh, that I did. So seeing that picture of him, you know, and always hearing the stories growing up, 
you know, my dad was a fighter, you know, right. you're not going to put him down. You're not going to keep him down. So, uh, it was just something I wanted to do to honor him. And then, and then even thinking about it, just, just thinking about like, uh, his struggles, you know, how the time was different back then. He was in high school in the sixties. So, you know, the things that, that he might've gone through just thinking about those types of things. Um, that was something that really drew me to that image and why I wanted to paint it. Mm. But then not knowing all that backstory, you know, I feel like you can look at that painting and just kind of draw your own conclusions and connect to it in a, in your own way. Right. So. Yeah. It, and it, it was a powerful image, you know, when you brought it in, it, it stood out. And I'm like, it, it's crazy because when you talk about using the, the bright colors, the blues that you used in the background um, and the atmosphere, it, it definitely, it makes sense now. That's why that painting felt the way it felt, you know? And cause when I saw it, I'm like, okay, this is a, it's a cold blooded portrait, you know, like the, the, the warm skin tones and the browns and, um, you know, the, these, I feel like the, the warm blue that you used, um, for the atmosphere, it did, it felt like, a you know, kind of like, I'm like, I won, you know, so like, yeah, it was like, yeah. maybe the title should be, you should see the other guy, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I think like, yo man, that dude. Uh, but yeah, it, I think that having the, 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 the closeness like with your art to where you're comfortable enough to put those things into it, you know, like, okay. Cause a lot, cause from what I've seen with you, man, most of your stuff is pretty personal, you yeah, know, whether yeah. it's you like reaching into your dad or you reaching into your, your daughters for like having them being in a lot of your portraiture, you know, like mm -hmm. that's all connected to you. Uh, you know, it's like the, the branches to the tree, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, and I think that that, that takes a lot of like self-acknowledgement, you know what I'm saying? And, and uh, not only that, but just like self-love too. Cause it's like, yo, I love these people around me, you know, like my lineage, like on both ends of it, you know, enough to like put them into, into my artwork and to hopefully if like chip away or say something in contemporary art and involve my family in this discussion. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's kind of mm. like what I'm seeing, like you're doing, like all of these paintings are, they're cultural, but it's weird because it's like, you can't, it's just you. So like, yeah, it's, it, I mean like, that's like a box to check, but like no matter what tribe you came from, like you would still do like maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. same kind of stuff. So um, it just, yeah, it, it continuously inspires me when I see you, you know, using your family in in your artwork and oh, thank you. taking yeah. it and pushing it. Cause it's like, fuck dude, everyone's the best one. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> yeah. how do you, you know what I'm saying? Like shit, how do you top that? When it's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's like this, this thing of just like pumping them out. But here's one thing I wanted to ask you though. Do you feel like, cause you were doing a bunch of like portrait, were you doing commissions? Like, yeah, yeah. I've been doing um, commissions and also, um, for every commission I do, paintings I sell, I also feel the need to give back. So what I'll do is I'll pick um, certain people and I'll paint portraits of their loved one and uh, gift it to them. Mm. You know, um, and it and it just kind of so happens that this year, I know a lot of people have lost somebody. You know what I mean? And if uh, 
if I can paint a picture of somebody's loved one that they can connect with, you know, it's just kind of uh, my way of trying to give back and maybe help the healing process a little bit as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad you, you kind of pick up on that in my art because kind of the way I am is um, I, like, I just feel like art has just always been, you know, a part of me. It's not, it's always been my identity, who I am, you know, and I always feel like, like I have something to say, you know, and I always think, okay, now what, what is it that I want to say? What is it that I want to convey? And my family's a huge part of my life, you know, as you know, then like, and also my, my culture, you know, so even when I'm painting, um, images that are, um, that have cultural significance, it's, it's my perspective of that, that cultural, you know, uh, significance, mm -hmm. what I'm trying to, cause I myself am trying to connect with it. And then if somebody else can see that and also connect it's it's a, it's a way for me to connect with them, you know? Mm. So even if, if they see it when I'm not there, they can connect with it and, and learn something without even me being there. But when I'm around my art and I can have a conversation with a total stranger, you know, and then, and then we can connect on some level to me, that's always been like one of the greatest things, you know, um, a way to connect with people who you otherwise wouldn't have connected with. And if I could share them, uh, with them a little bit of, um, my culture, you know, a, a little bit of, um, history they might not have learned in the school system, you know, some little things, some things that might've been suppressed that, you know, I feel need to come to light. You know, I think that's what we need to do is acknowledge our history, right? Otherwise, mm -hmm. you know, we're doomed to make the same mistakes, Facts. you know? So, so that's, that's always, and, and just like what you're saying, man, just, just working with, with my family, my daughters to, to create these images, you know, it's, um, it's just something that I feel, you know, when I, when I'm getting ready to work on a painting and, I, and I've got these ideas floating around, it's like, okay, how am I going to, how am I going to put this in a way? And then, and in painting somebody who I love, it, it adds a little bit more meaning, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. so that hopefully my goal, my intent is to connect with that painting, you know, in a positive way, you know, with love. So then when you're looking at that painting, you might get a little bit of that back out, you know? Mm -hmm. So even, and even for me, man, like whenever I paint, you know, everything's got to be good. You know, I got to, you know, smudge, you know, burn some sage, say some prayers, you know, uh, give, give my, my pain, my hate to the fire, let it go up, you know? So, so I can be in a positive state. Mm -hmm. Cause for me, if I paint when I'm down and when I'm negative, you can feel it, you can see it, you know, in the painting. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I spent a lot of my life, um, painting like that because it's, it was what I needed, right? It was, it was also like my therapy. It's what got me through tough situations. You know, everybody has their way of coping with things. So, mm -hmm. so that's one of the things that I always use just even for my own wellness, my own well-being. you know, just to kind of get out of my head, you know, and then not even really think about it, just start doing something, you know, so. Wow. And that's, that's inspiring to hear that before you start a painting, there's a ritual to get you in a space to actually carry out like, okay, this is the energy that I want to set for this painting, but I need to actually get there. Let me get all of this off me. And then, you know, like yep. I have my ritual, my ceremony, and I'm going to get to creating something because I mean, it's, you know, like it, it's crazy. I hear you say like, 
learning about, you know, culture and saying like these things, but, but it's like, you're connecting with your family, your ancestors are speaking through you. So it's like this circle kind of thing that's going on when you're creating art, because it's like the, the philosophies and the things that you've studied, the history, and then your family's part in this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just yeah, like, absolutely. yeah, it's hard, man. Yeah. We're always doing things to make our ancestors proud, you know, cause, uh, the kind of the way, I was taught and I believe is that our, our ancestors are, are with us. They're walking behind us. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? They, they made that path on the journey ahead of us so we could be where we're at today. You know, mm -hmm. um, like one of the cool things that, that an elder had told me that I always kind of look back on is that that prayer that your ancestors said for you, you know, hundreds of years ago is still here protecting you. Mm. You know, that's like, it's, it's like an echo. It's still, but it's still here that, that prayer that they said for their future family, their future generations, because that's the way we think. We don't we don't think about just ourselves in the here and now. I like I think about my children, my children's children, you know, their children moving forward. So I'll, when I pray and when I think good thoughts, man, I'm thinking it for all the way down the line for mm -hmm. my for my people who came before me, for the people who are still coming after me, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I hear that, and that it, it seems like with that there comes uh it now do you feel like it's an added sense of responsibility on you i mean it, i guess it it can kind of feel like that i don't i don't really see myself as somebody to carry the responsibility for me i just feel like i have this um way to connect with people mm -hmm. so that's the way i'm gonna do it i'm mm -hmm. just i'm just gonna connect you know what i mean mm -hmm. i'm gonna do what i can you know, so I'm going to try to raise awareness, you know, certain things, you know, but at the same time, not every painting I do is, is, is that right? Facts, not, not facts, everything is like, Hey, real. some, I do some paintings that are like just in your face. This is going to make you uncomfortable, but deal with it. You know, well, hold on, you know? hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. James will unload a full clip on you he brings the draco okay all right keep going but yeah you know but i don't know i mean just like as an artist the way i always have these different ideas sometimes i want to be more subtle you know mm -hmm. um you know and and i always go into a painting with a certain thought uh, a certain theme you know something that i'm trying to say something i'm trying to connect but one of the things that always really interests me is talking with people and hearing their interpretation, you know, because when people share their stories with me, it's 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 really like an honor, right? So mm -hmm. if somebody uh, looking at my painting chooses to share like a piece of, uh, of their family, their history, their pain, it it honors me in that way because they're they're trusting me with you know with their story. So when when I can make those connections it's, it's amazing, you know, and I've, I've had some really good conversations with people, you know, um, and then people who I've never met sharing really intimate things with me. And then, and then afterwards they're like, you know what? I can't believe I've told you that, you know, I've never told anybody that, you know, but it's, it's, and to me it's beautiful. Right. And that's the kind of stuff that, that art does for people. You know, it, it, it stops you, makes you think, you know, creates a feeling, creates emotion, you know, something, and you can connect to it in a certain way. And some of my paintings, people see them and they might have no clue 
what my intent was, but they, it, it sparks an emotion and a feeling with them, you know? So, and to me, when that happens, it's, it's a success, right? It, mm-hmm. I've, I've made that connection. Yeah. So, you know, but you know, every, everybody's attracted to different things. So, you know, I'm sure there's people who might see some of my paintings and there's like, okay, another native guy doing native stuff or whatever, you know, and kind of move on. But hopefully we can have a conversation, you know, and talk a little bit more. You know, what's crazy though, is to hear like how you said another native guy doing native stuff for if from my understanding there's that's not a thing like there y'all are like in short demand like in short supply i'm sorry like because there's you like bobby right in the city yeah. and who else um uh, um uh, uh daniel mejia yeah he's he's another another native artist i connect with mm-hmm. um so we got three yeah three uh let's see who else i'm sure there's more that i'm forgetting but uh that's yeah that's kind of really no all this I could think is, of. but yeah, like yeah. you would you know what i'm saying like so basically like in your quick draw mcgraw like answer we came up with three like oh, so yeah, it's yeah. that's what i'm saying oh and, and eric yeah eric uh i can't remember eric's last name um he just had a really good show not too long ago too yeah and he's he's doing the same thing to where mm-hmm. you know he's uh projecting cultural images and you know and, and is trying and mm-hmm. saying things within the native community you know, and then, and then even that, right? So, I mean, I know people who are indigenous or, or native, but maybe don't quite identify as as much and aren't into the culture, mm. you know, and that's fine. Uh, and that's kind of one of the things that I've realized was with, uh, even for me growing up, sometimes it would be hard to identify that way because um, when you're put in an environment where you're, you're the only person from that culture, other people will try to beat you down mm-hmm. because you don't match whatever their culture is. Right. Right. So, so I kind of grew up in that environment constantly. And mm-hmm. when you're constantly hearing that, you know, and then you're thinking, well, shoot, man, maybe, maybe I'm not native enough, you know, mm-hmm. you know, cause everybody. And then when, when people do say, okay, okay, you're native. Then you got like, then all the racist stuff hits, give me a rain dance and, you know, call you chief and, you know, a lot of stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. so I spent a lot of time in my childhood just trying to find where I fit in. Right. You know, how do I connect? You know, how do I survive in an environment where people don't get my background, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and my background is mixed. It's not even, you know, my parents weren't uh, traditional, you know, they're just out in the world. Like my, like even my dad, like his thing, man, was um, mechanics, right? He mm-hmm. was uh, he was just mechanically gifted, you know. Anything with an engine, he can make run. So, so we grew up, you know, racing motorcycles and building cars, and, you know. And that's where we had our time together, you know. But um, as I get older, I wanted to connect more with uh, with the culture, so I seeked out information and you know, began to learn and kind of began that journey, mm. you know, but it wasn't really passed down to me that way. So, um, and I always thought I was unique, but one of the things that I've noticed, um, being in the community, um, a lot of people have that story, mm. you know, because, um, the way one of the elders, um, was breaking it down to me the other day, you know, she's older now, she's an elder. She was saying, so when she was young, 
her elders were telling her for us it was survival like our life was being threatened so for her moving forward as long as you're and she would say like a good little indian keep your head down go to church you'll be all right mm-hmm. and uh so nowadays you know things are constantly changing and, and getting better so nowadays she was saying it's it's your generation that can stand up and speak she goes because we couldn't do that and if we did we got beat down for it so it's it's just one of those things that's interesting when you when you look back and the people who came before you and you try to think about what time was like for them they didn't have certain freedoms that that we have you know we can make these choices to be traditional out in the open you know but so many people just kind of want to you know when you're a kid you want to fit in you know you want to be the kid who gets uh, invited to everybody's birthday party. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be the kid who uh, has a lot of friends. You don't want to be like the one kid off on his own. So you, d- you do things to try to fit in, right? You know, and sometimes that means maybe not s- standing up when you when you know things are wrong. You know, you just because you just want to be like, okay, I'm just going to go with the flow, mm-hmm. you know, so. Well, and when I hear you say that in my brain, I'm wondering, okay, so if our elders had to shrink who they are, right? Mm-hmm. And they couldn't actually be as, you know, like flamboyant or magnificent or however we want to say, if they had to shrink this down to keep their head down, stay under the radar and to stay alive, right? So they're teaching, like they, they basically taught our parents who taught us like, yo, you know, like the go under the radar like it's like the basic principles of survival right so then it gets to us but then since we have these freedoms we have to work out of that conditioning the keep your head down conditioning in order to say like no this is who i am like this is my culture and i think maybe that's the struggle because the conditioning might have been like different people have different um experiences with it and whereas like one man may be may be like okay i want to show that this is really what's up i want to bring this to the forefront and maybe educate everybody else it might have been your support system or circumstances that allowed you like that that freedom to like break out easier whereas like someone else may have not had the people around them or the you know the key events to make them actually say okay all right now let me go and learn about this stuff let me do do those things so maybe through your artwork the person who doesn't who's not doing that right there can get more comfortable or like dive into that culture a little bit more you know what i'm saying because i think that that's there's a lot of self-hate that goes on in cultures and things like that but a lot of lateral hate too you mm -hmm, know yeah like putting somebody somebody else down in the same situation of you you Mm -hmm. know um that and it's like i'll you'll see that a lot to where some people are like uh well he doesn't really do this so he he can't really say that he's that you know mm-hmm. but i do this so you know i'm kind of you know at a higher level than you kind of a thing you mm-hmm. know what i mean uh, you see that in different communities man and it's tough you know and in, and with the whole identity thing you know i mean i meet so many people and they're like well yeah you know i know i'm native but i don't know exactly what and that's the success of you know colonialism 
it that's what they did they they broke you from your from your ancestors mm -hmm. right from your yeah. culture to where you're not sure who you are anymore you know mm -hmm. and that's that's colonialism succeeding you know getting you to to kind of just blend in and just let everything else go just just get your job you know pay your bills pay your taxes mm -hmm. you know i mean just kind of buy into the machine so yeah and the artists are the ones who kind of break that like in a sense because we're not bound to the rules that a lot of other people are bound to you know it's and it's I, I think that people look to us to be the like documentarians and the truth speakers because where it's like, okay, this is all on us. Like all the, there's no like, hey, you have to do this. Like you're coming up with this body of work to actually say something and taking the liberty and the risks. So yeah, I mean like it, it's it's messed up, but it's also inspiring like, in the in the driver's seat of being the artist to like bring some of these things to the forefront and maybe help people come to terms with like hey all right if you don't know because i mean like for me it's like i don't i can't trace back like all i mean i guess i could ancestry.com it but at the end of the day like learning the native language of whatever african tribes you know my ancestors came from it's like that's pretty far you know what i'm saying right, that's pretty yeah, far yeah. back there so it it yeah i mean like but how do you how do you acknowledge it though right mm -hmm. you know so so that 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 tie's been broken and has been broken for so long but how do you still honor that yeah you know is there a way to do it and that's what i'm trying to figure out exactly yeah and and that's that's what each of our journey is right mm -hmm. is our, our journey how do we honor our ancestors how do we move forward in this life you know what is what is our purpose here what are we doing you know all these questions right mm -hmm. um when i meet people it's, it's so funny because like people have a way of feeling like maybe they're not entitled to be whatever they are mm. you know because i and i get this all the time because i'm choctaw you know I'll talk to people and i'll tell them that yeah i'm choctaw my mom was choctaw and they'll be like oh my uh my grandma was choctaw like they're not also talked on. Wow. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, that, if that's your blood, man, that's, that's your people. That's your mm -hmm. line. And he's like, oh yeah. But I mean, I mean, I don't know if I have enough to, to claim anything, you know what I mean? And it's like, what does that language mean? Enough what? Or you to know? claim what? Like to, Yeah. To claim what mm -hmm. exactly, you know, to claim your culture, you know, enough blood. James is sizzling right now. <laughs> well, that, that's one of the things that, that people buy into is this whole um, blood quantum, right? They like to break down, okay, your mom's white, dad's black, you're half black, half white. Mm -hmm. That's not how it works. You know, it's just not. It's, you know, it's, it's good to know both sides and where you come from, mm -hmm. you know, but if you do your DNA test, it's not going to say you're 50-50. You're going right. to have stuff from all over the world man because you know at this day and age people have been traveling across this world and interracial relationships have been happening you know since the 1500s mm -hmm. you know in in the in what is now the united states you know but back then man you know as soon as people were coming over they were having kids having babies and people were getting becoming mixed you know but the whole thing about 
blood quantum that was put in by the government to they figured eventually natives will breed themselves out mm, damn you know so um the, and and it's unfortunate though some tribes prescribe to the blood quantum to where unless you can keep marrying within the tribe eventually your kids will no longer qualify to be in the tribe whoa yeah and that's something that was was put in place by the government you know my tribe is uh lineage so if your mom's chocked off your grandpa's chocked off your great grandpa's chocked off you know you're chocked off mm-hmm. your kids yep they're also chocked right. off. <laughs> kids that they have they're also going to be mm-hmm. chocked off you know yeah. it's like learn the language man learn learn our culture you know learn our, our values yeah welcome absolutely. to the choctaw party yeah absolutely <laughs> and i and i think where people get this misconception right is they think okay well if i can prove that i'm indian i'll start getting a check from somebody that's not how it works you know i've had so many people say oh yeah you know i wish i could find out which tribe and so that way i can get some money and this and that and it's like no that's not that's not what it's about man at all you know and if that's if that's the way you're thinking, your thinking is wrong. You know, mm-hmm. which there's nothing stopping you from learning what the whatever the culture is. You mm-hmm. know, because that's the other misconception that I get a lot is everybody thinks that the native people of this land had one culture. You know, but there was multiple tribes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and they all have different cultures, different belief systems. There's not one religion. There's multiple. You know, um, there are a lot of things that are similar. But uh, a lot of things that are different, mm-hmm. you know. So anytime I meet somebody and they say, you know, I found out I was this. I'm like, great. You know, what are you doing to connect with that culture? You know, are you are you trying to learn? Are you trying to connect? And if so, how are you doing that? You know, and like what 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 is it that that you want to achieve with that? You know? Yeah. See, and it, it, it's interesting that you say that because in my uh like in my search i feel like i've uh i'm at the point now where it's like the there's the the american you know the african-american side of the movement and then there's like the the africa side of the movement right like you there's cats before the before and after the boat so it james the thing that i'm always thinking about is like right now i feel like i'm kind of on the paying homage to the after the boat, but then I still need to get to like the before the boat, you know, yeah, because yeah. the things that I paint, you know, I'm, I really am inspired by a lot of the black painters, like the early 19th century, the, you know, Robert S. Duncanson's Henry Oswatanners, you know, um, Edward M. Bannister. So it's like still life painters, landscape painters, yeah. things like that. But then there's also the aspect of doing narrative painting. Um, so that's something that, you know, and, and and reaching into different aspects of the culture. So, yeah, it, it is a journey. But then connecting back to what you said, it's kind of interesting because I've heard that too. Like the, the idea of being indigenous and getting a check, you know, but it's like check for the culture you know what i'm saying like fuck getting the check like like what like because if you just want the check and you don't want the culture that's just that's showing where it's really at like you got to connect with it and i think um looking maybe in doing that 
people will maybe find a little bit more comfortability in their own skin. Right, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, because then you start to see like, oh, a lot of these struggles and stuff like that, this is things that they've been going on. You know, I'm not feeling this way because of any other reason other than, you know, there's like this long fucked up history of oppression, but like, doing doing something to create or doing something to connect with that it just helps us and then i think it helps build community and maybe connect us with the community because the more we know then the more you know what i'm saying right, we can yeah. connect with with the like-minded and like-spirited individuals um that's one of the things like um like i i, I like to paint historical figures once in a while like mm -hmm. i would paint you know like sitting bull Mm -hmm. um, but then I started to notice when I was at shows and people were looking at these paintings, when they would then start talking about indigenous people, it was always past tense. Mm. But I'm like, well, you know, we're still here. So that's kind of one of the things I like to paint now is people today from different tribes mm -hmm. to represent what mm -hmm. people look like today. You know, we're still right. here. You know, different people from different tribes are all still here, you mm -hmm. know. So many people would always just talk about things past tense, past tense, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and it's and it's really not even that long ago. Um, you know, like a lot of things that our, our concept of time tends to only be the time we're in. Mm -hmm. Anything before us was ancient history. Right. Right. Uh, but I used to have talks with my 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 grand my grandpa and uh, he was actually born in Oklahoma but his birth certificate um, said Indian Territory. Yeah, it was before Oklahoma was a state. Wow. So he was born in Indian Territory, you know, in 1901. And uh, just the, it always used to blow my mind that I can talk with him. Like he would tell me he, he hadn't seen his first car till he was a teenager. Mm. You know, people, I was like, well, how do people get around? It's like, well, we rode horses. Wow. And in my head, I'm like, wasn't that like 200 years ago? You know, no, mm -hmm. but it's like, I could sit here and talk to him who lived through it, you know? Right. You know, the, the, and it's like, and that, that always changed my perspective. I was like, wow, I mean, I, to me, as a little kid, it just seemed like something so long ago, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's like, man, you know, we had the radio, then we had TV, you know? And now you got these computers and, you know, he got to see, you know, from riding horses to cars and airplanes and, you know, lived through two world wars, you know, wow. fought in both of them. Dang. You know, it's it's just crazy. It's crazy that that connection, like I was alive to talk to somebody who was alive back when, when things were drastically different, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like we're, we're moving at the speed of light as far as like progress goes, right? Mm -hmm. So, but it's important to remember we're not that far out of it. You know, a lot of things are changing for the good and that's, that's always good. We're moving in the right direction. It's good to kind of stay the course, you know, because I think that's the other thing. It's easy to go too far one way or the other way. Things start getting crazy too, you know, mm -hmm. so. Right. Yeah, man, you're giving me a lot, a lot. Like my brain's just bubbling right now, man. Mm -hmm. My brain's just bubbling. You know, you were talking about community too. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the things that was always hard for me growing up being, um, my tribe is in Oklahoma, born in, but I was born and raised here in California, here mm -hmm. in Fresno. Uh, my dad's people were from Texas. Like, mm -hmm. um, so both my 
indigenous backgrounds are for somewhere other than here. So there's a local native community, mm -hmm. like the, the Yokuts people that I mentioned are all still here. Mm -hmm. um, I never really felt like I could tap into that community mm -hmm. because I'm not from that community. Yeah. Even though I was born and raised on their land, you know? So, and, and for me, that didn't change until I became an adult. Mm -hmm. And then now, uh, I know a lot of people in the community, you know, and they welcome me in and they, they teach me their ways. And, you know, I teach them the, the knowledge that I have from, from my people, you know, and it's, and it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing, man, because we can share our different cultures, you know what I mean? Even within the indigenous community, you know, cause there's people that, that I tend to gather around. Some of them are, are local and then some of them are from other tribes across the country as well. Mm -hmm. But we all have that thing in common where we, we identify with our traditional culture. Mm -hmm. So we want to come together and share it with each other, you know, and learn from each other, you know? And that's hard. Yeah. So now do you find like, I know that there's a bunch of differences, but do you find similarities that you wouldn't expect when you're sharing things? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. Um, even different things, um, I was talking with a person from, oh man, where were they from? Um, I can't remember where, but they they were from um, like a Middle Eastern country. Mm. And uh, I was sharing them with the way my people see the owl. Uh, the owl uh, is kind of like a messenger, but the message that he's bringing is usually a message of death. So it's not, it's typically not a good thing to to see an owl it's not a good sign to hear an owl especially to hear an owl uh different owls signify different things you know i've been taught a, a couple different ways right and then talking with other indigenous people they're like yeah for us the owl is a as a messenger of death brings death then there was another tribe that's like nope owl for us is just a messenger it's not good or bad it's not death it's just a messenger uh, and then I was talking to this woman who was Middle Eastern, and for them, the owl was a messenger of death. And and I just I just thought that was amazing, you know, because because I was first even like f for my people, you know, they're southeast, you know, other side of the country, but to have similarities with tribes that here in California, I thought, wow, that's crazy. But then here's somebody whose people come from halfway around the world. And then they have that similarity. I was like, wow, now my mind's really blown, you know, mm -hmm. you know, so there's similarities and differences, you know, and if, and we can, and just sharing them was amazing. Like, like her sharing her stories with me, I thought was amazing. And then I'm sharing my stories with her and, you know, and it, and it was just awesome. We're just sharing different beliefs, different cultures, you know, uh, but we can come together and talk about it. Wow. That's, that's amazing that these tribes across the world can have the same or similar, like, cause that's the same ballpark, bro. Yeah. Like I'm messenger, that messenger, like it's just a different, different thing on the paper that he's dropping off on the scroll. You know, like this is just type a, and then this one is like, you just, you never know what you're getting in this news. Right. But I'm, that's wild. That, all of these tribes are on the same page as far as that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yep. yeah, that's, that's, yeah, man. That's and to me, that was one of the things too. Um, 
being in the in the native community when they're going to say a prayer a lot of times whoever's leading that prayer usually an elder will start out being um please pray however you pray all prayers are welcome so there's no judgment and i've been to a lot of different churches i was actually raised um southern baptist Mm. so but any other church i've ever been to they're like our way is the right way you pray our way here you know so for me um being in that native community and they're like hey if it's good it's welcome you know what i mean they're not trying to say pray like us pray Mm -hmm. our way you know and then like um and uh, like last time we we did this thing to say thanks um and they were doing a prayer they did a four directions prayer Mm -hmm. um but two different tribes were represented doing their four directions prayer and they were both different from each other Mm-hmm. like the the way the whole we like we did the same prayer back to back but mm-hmm. from two different tribes and it was it was two different ceremonies mm-hmm. you know and to me i thought that was amazing and and both of those were different than the way my tribe does the four directions prayer so mm-hmm. you know but it, to me man i love it I, like i feel like i just can't i can't get enough you know mm-hmm. when i when i'm learning things like that i'm wow just like what you're saying it's like man my mind's blown right now you know james can you turn that mic a little bit oh, towards yeah. you because it's you're over here and there we go cool starting right. to lean off the <laughs> yeah, other direction exactly yeah. as long as it's pointing yeah. towards you you're fine yeah but yeah i think man it it's it's just so inspiring hearing this type of stuff and then it just it I, you know, I need to just mess around and hit up ancestry.com, man, and, and get my get my paperwork and see, you know, um, or one of those kind of sites so I can actually get some solid answers on, you know, like where mm-hmm. where the roots are because I think that, that would be interesting to to find out. Yeah, I think all information is good information, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that should stop you from. Uh, just learning things, man. Just, mm-hmm. uh, just, just learn, just learn what you can. Mm-hmm. And when you learn something and you, you identify with it to me, that's what's important, mm. you know? Uh, cause a lot of people get focused on, okay, I want to get right down to the exact place where my great, great grandfather was born. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But to me, like, you don't have to do that to me. If you just take in knowledge, something's going to hit inside, mm-hmm. right? You're going to, you're just going to, learn something and it's going to hit you and be like, damn, man, I feel that. Yeah. But I need a starting place yeah. though, Jay, like you have a starting place. You know what I'm saying? You like, you got an arena to yeah. where you're like, okay, I don't even, I'm just out at the swap meet. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> maybe this, maybe this. So yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I just need an arena to get in. And then that way I'll know. Cause Africa's a big place. Yeah, you absolutely. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then like, but I do but, hear but see, saying. but to me, that tells me there's, there's a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. right yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. i mean that's that's kind of the way i feel about where we live mm-hmm. you know there's there's a lot of stuff to learn and mm-hmm. i'm constantly learning you just i just never never want to stop learning gotcha you. you know and and culture and people you know and mm-hmm. love yeah you know what i mean there's there's so many different ways that people give love to you and share their love with you you know what i mean um you know through you know, hugs and somebody telling you something, somebody giving you something, somebody sharing something with you, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, there's so much out there. Uh, to me, I didn't realize this till later in life, right? You know, when you're, you're younger, you tend to be a little bit more narrowly focused, you know, uh, maybe my thought process was a little bit different, but, uh, but as I get older, 
I feel like my mind is broadening and I'm able to accept these things. Mm. Uh, I'm in a better place to, to take this knowledge in, you know, as opposed to being a kid and just wanting to run around, hang out with my friends and just do whatever I want to do. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. There's the, and just like you say, man, it's like, like this is a big place and there's, there's a, there's a lot to learn from, from all the people who, who've been all over, you know, people from different places and kind of what their customs, what their tribes were, what they have to, to share with us, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's funny, man. Cause like, I'll talk to people too. And it's funny how perspective is like, as far as like people who are, are, are native and then like people who see you as native and they'll be like, well, that guy's not native. Why not? Uh, because he's from Mexico, but he's like, he's indigenous people that border wasn't always there you know it's less Mm -hmm. than 200 years old or whatever 250 years old maybe Mm -hmm. but before that before that line was there our people were engaged in trade and travel you know what i mean the these concepts that we have of um native american uh first nations are you familiar with first nations Mm -mm. that's what they call indigenous people in canada because mm. it's not America. They're Native American here because it's now America, right? You know, then there's the, the indigenous people south of, the, of what is our border. But the kind of the way I see it, because I always tell people when I meet them, it's like, man, I feel we're all related, you know? Mm-hmm. And people, I think they put up these walls between us and they, they kind of want to cart, uh, compartmentalize you it's like put you over here okay where are you from okay let's put you over here it's like no man we're all related Mm -hmm. you know stop trying to stop trying to say we're not you know we have more things in common than we don't right you know and we have more things to share you know but it's to me it's just funny when somebody says well yeah i'm a i'm indigenous but you know it's uh my people were from you know like south in mexico somewhere you know so they're like so i'm not really native i guess because they like, had like the oaxacans right down yeah. there well no, there's there's tons of tribes man it's mm-hmm. just um a lot of my people on my dad's side uh were uh, texaco and even uh texaco texas and then mexico like even even like further south you know what i mean it's like but that line wasn't always there you know the reason why my grandma uh spoke spanish was because you know, it was so close to Mexico. A lot of people spoke Spanish in that area. Her first language was her, um, her native language was, which was, uh, Tiwa. And then she spoke Spanish and then also spoke English. Mm-hmm. But we have a, a tendency to want to put labels on things. Are you Mexican American? Are you Hispanic? Are you Latino? Chicano? You know what I mean? Latinx, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's like, man, we're just trying to come up with all these different ways of categorizing people, you know, but to me, you, you break all that down and it's like, man, we're, we're all the same people. Yeah. You know, we're just, we have different cultures, you know, but we're, you know, there's the way, the way my dad always would say, he's like, man, there's, there's one race. It's the human race. Mm -hmm. You know, everything else we're getting caught up in is, you know, bullshit. Yeah. You know? It's like we can, we can connect with each other. You know, mm-hmm. we don't have to be um, 
my way is the best way. So your way is wrong, you know, and that's where we get into it. Right. That's where people get into, uh, like negative and like arguments and everybody wants to be like, and you see it even nowadays with the way the whole political system is and the way everybody gets on one side, you're either on this side and if you're not on this side, you got to be on that side. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody wants to break it down that way. It's like, no, man, we have things in common. I don't agree with everything you say, but there's probably things that I do agree with, you know, and, and vice versa, you know, and, and we can, we can learn from each other, you know, and maybe we can, I can take in the information you want to give me and say, you know what? That makes sense. Maybe now I change my mind, Mm -hmm. you know, but we can't do that if we don't have a conversation, you know, speak about what, whatever is important to us and what we want to share with somebody, you know? So I don't know, but that's, that's kind of my whole thing, man. Just connecting with people. Like, I think it's just, it's important to, to be able to connect, you know? And if, and if somebody can look at my painting, uh, any painting that I've made and connect with it in any kind of way, it's a success. And on that note, if you had to pick three paintings from the group show, not including your own to be in like the blue ribbon race, what three paintings would they be? Or some, you know, there were some yeah. like what pe- three pieces rather. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's. A what were the way. three that stood out to you? Well, I don't. I don't know the names of them. If, um, well, if you tell me what well, they look like. Well, so the the bird that Vic painted, I definitely like. I absolutely like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, the the portrait that was next to mine too. Yeah, Danny Demeza. Yeah, yeah. yeah I definitely mm-hmm. like his as well, and then the um, also the the three with the with the girl oh yeah raquel yeah. Justo. yeah 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 yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah i definitely liked all those i mean i, I like okay. all of them man but you yeah, know yeah. certain mm-hmm. things like speak to you for sure you know? yeah so. yeah and that's what's cool because i've been asking people like what are the three so and everybody you know it's all personal preference there's no yeah not there's it's nothing wrong with like liking something you know what i'm saying so yeah that's tight um so yeah, man, we've been cooking for like a like an hour almost. Uh, uh, so I know you you're busy, man. We're gonna wrap this up. But do you have any um upcoming events? I know that you do the uh you also do third Thursday out yeah. at River Park. So do you wanna talk about any events you have coming up? Yeah, well it it was actually just the one for December was this last Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um and, and unfortunately I actually wasn't even able to attend because um I had to attend a, a funeral out of town that day. But um um, no, there'll be more shows coming up. I haven't even really planned it. Like I was actually just going to take some time and try to plan out my paintings for this coming year. Cause I know a lot of times the kind of my process, I'm definitely not somebody who likes to plan things out. I like to just kind of just go and then just kind of make things happen. But I have all these ideas, man, that I haven't been able to get out for a while. So I kind of want to just lay down what I'm, what I'm going to do and when I'm going to show them. Uh, so I'm still working on that, you know? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you know, I'm always trying to participate somewhere in art hop. So then I'll usually just post it on my, my Instagram or my Facebook, you know, where I'm going to be. So, Mm -hmm. and that's, um, at art of James Martin on both of those. So yeah, if I'm going to be a specific place, I'll, I'll put it out there for sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So, um, and outside of that, Oh, yeah, because it's been a while, so I have to ask this question before you go. You have the chance to host a poker game or a dinner party with five people dead or alive. Who are these five people? Five people. Five people dead or alive. Mm-hmm. 
I would like to, um, I'd probably like to sit down with some ancestors, man. Like some of the, some of the great chiefs, you know, like, uh, like sitting bull, Geronimo, you know, there's, I'm sure. See, that's the other thing is like being able to communicate too, though, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, but yeah. it's like, yeah, but this is, since this, there's like a universe, like, you know, at the United Nations where you have the airpiece, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you just hear it. I definitely, so then I, so I, I would like to, so they would definitely be on there. Um, chief, uh, push Mataha. Uh, he was a, a, a great Choctaw chief. Um, so that's three, but then I'd also probably like to, um, hear from some artists too, you know, like, like a Leonardo da Vinci, mm-hmm. you know, and then, uh, like Picasso, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just yeah. to, just to get things mixed up. I mean, I could, I could keep going with all these people who are inspirational and uh-huh. kind of like what they were going through in their art at their particular time, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, it just, those are some of the people who I've read about and always found their stories, you know, interesting, very interesting. So, okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, quick draw on it. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Sweet, man. Yeah. Um, try, and outside of that, um, you know, I think we pretty much got everything covered, Jay. We'll put all your links in the description. And um, I really appreciate you taking part in the first ever Art and BS group show and, you know, coming in to uh, – you know, talk a little bit about your painting. And we got, I feel like we got a lot more than what we paid for on this one. We buy you. So I appreciate, you know, exceeding the expectations. Uh, I appreciate being invited, man. Absolutely. I always, uh, anytime I, somebody wants you to be a part of something, I think that's something special, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't just turn it down. You got to make it work. If somebody, if somebody wants your, your energy, your time, you got to make a way make it happen right yeah yeah and i appreciate you man i appreciate all you're doing for yeah. sure well, yeah you know we're, we're just here that you know you guys hold tight because there are we're working on some 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 things in the pipeline some events um you know not right this second but you know some bigger stuff so just hold tight you guys and you'll be seeing more from this cast and um chill out we got another guest coming up um check all james martin's instagram stuff in the description and um yeah we'll we'll be right back with another guest hold tight art and bullshit yeah yeah, actually i thought we had another one but we're capping it at three the hard way pause but um real quick danny demesa hit me up and then he said that he wanted me to uh amend you know what i'm saying or uh you know switch it up on his uh dinner guests um, so apparently he was like, yo, man, just like, go ahead and make this announcement instead of all of them cats. I want to have my family cause they're all separated this year and I want them together. So that's who he wanted at his dinner party was the family. So yeah, man, holiday season, y'all, uh, tune in, tap in with your family, you know, make sure, um, yeah, man, you, you give cats a hug and we appreciate you guys coming out. You could be anywhere on the internet, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Catch us again next week. Same bullshit time, same bullshit channel. Once again, this is some shit I just thought of y'all. Scientific fiction that's not admissible in no court of law. I'm out of here like Vladimir. James Gerald's over and out. Peace. I told you from the dough. I told you from the get-go. You don't got to go home, but you got to go. Art and Bullshit Podcast.